Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. What up, family? Welcome back to another episode of Rap Sheets, Real Ass People Perspective. Uh, we back again for y'all. I hope y'all liked that last episode. Uh, we're going to stick with the format and everything, all right? Uh, we got your cousin, Levon. I'm your Uncle Jack. And we got your motherfucking stepdaddy, Donnie, in the bitch. And, um... I say we go ahead and let's jump right into the sports, man, because there was a big, big, huge day that happened. Uh, your boy Peyton Manny, I'm sorry, not Peyton Manny, uh, please forgive me, um, football gods for saying that. Tom Brady. I'm so sorry. Mr. Tom Cool-Ass Brady took the team that he just went to, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, back. Not back. Well, back because they won it once. But he took them back to the Super Bowl. But not only did he take them to the Super Bowl, he took them to a Super Bowl that is in their own town. The Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay. LeVon, tell them what happened. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they was handing out hands uh, all night to the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, it's It's... They were treating like the redhead stepchild all night. Mm-hmm. They were dragging them all up and down the field on both was, on offense, defense, all that. It was bad. It was. It was. It, it was, was not pretty. No. I fell asleep. It was hard to watch. I, it was hard to watch. What did I told you? I said, "Look, the Chiefs got a chance. The one thing that they cannot do mm. is let Tom get ahead." Yeah. They got that lead. I went to sleep at halftime because I was like, "It's over." Yeah. They, he he ain't giving this up. Tom ain't giving this up. And I, I woke up that night at like 11, and sure enough, <laughs> I looked at the score. I was like, ooh. Yeah. That was, was worse was than a, I thought. Yeah, it was an asshole. It was bad. And uh, y'all couldn't see Donnie holding up, but he was holding up the number seven because Tom Brady is the first NFL player to have seven Super Bowl rings. He has more Super Bowl rings than any NFL franchise. Yes. Which is a feat on its own. Like, that shit is crazy. Tom Brady has transcended the NFL. Yeah. He, you can, Yeah. I, I've been on the boat of he's not the greatest, but I mean, you can't refute it at this point. There's no discussion. There's no dispute to have about it. He is the greatest NFL player of all time. Yeah. Um, and that's it. There's no discussion. In fo- the only discussion to have when it comes to Tom Brady is, is he the greatest player in all sports? That's the only conversation that Tom Brady will now that you would engage with him in. That, yeah. Well, well he's, the, he's the greatest quarterback. You can't say he's the greatest player. He's no, the greatest but, quarterback. Man, he's the greatest player, bro. He's 43 years oh. old, and he still can take a beating at one of the most dangerous positions on the football field. And he has seven championships, which is more than not only any player, but any franchise out there. This motherfucker's the greatest, bro. He's easy to be talented? Absolutely not. Talent-wise, he he, he is not. Yes, he is. Look, 
even in that game, watch. Do you see Mahomes get tripped up, and this nigga just went matrix mode, and still okay. he threw the ball a good ten yards? Yes, that is. Yeah, now that's inhuman. That's that's very true. That's Tom Brady ain't never yeah, gonna mean, be able to do that, even in his Tom, prime. Tom Brady is he is the greatest quarterback. There's no disputing that at all. But you can't say he's the greatest player ever to play football. Yes, you can. He's good. He is good in his position. No, this but let's see him. Let's see him. You. Run the ball like, uh, fuck Emmitt Smith. Or let's see him cut like Barry Sanders. But you can't say that because then you can say, well, let's see Barry throw the ball like as accurate as Tom Brady. But that's why I'm saying he's not the greatest player. He's the greatest in that position. Yeah, but if you look at his accolades, like he's the oldest player to play uh, in his position, I know for a fact, right? He's the oldest player in his position to be in the Super Bowl. He has been to the Super Bowl 10 times, which is a feat all on its own, right? Yeah, then, I give it to you. On top of that, the skill it takes to play in the quarterback position, you are not just a quarterback. You are a blocker, you're a runner, you're a receiver, you're everything. You can't you can't say that for a lineman. You can't say that for you can kind of say that for some receivers. You can kind of say that for some of the uh, fullbacks and halfbacks. But this guy is fucking amazing to do the shit that he has done. Nobody has ever done what he just did Sunday. No, I agree. No team I has agree. ever done what he's done. No team I has never done what this one man has done in the history of football. We'll have to agree to disagree that he's the greatest player ever. That's fine. We can agree to disagree. All right, so that's a different debate. So we got some other stuff that happened in the sports world as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the sake week in a row, uh, the city of Detroit, or at least one of the major sports teams, make a trade um, in the city. <clears throat> so the Pistons decided to send Derrick Rose to the Knicks for Dennis Smith Jr. and a draft pick. So, D. Rose is now back in New York again, yeah, again. Like, like, for the second stint, but he's playing with the same old coach that he had in Chicago, Thibodeau. Okay. So, he's got the same coach again. So, And we'll see. It's better for him because <clears> – <throat> I'm sorry, you're Detroit, you're Detroit ain't winning this year. No. They are the worst team in the NBA currently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And the Knicks are at least, they were, as of right now, they were a half game out of a playoff spot. So they still have, they have this hope for them. And with D-Rose, that may be what helps push them over the top. You get the experience, and it's D-Rose. Yeah. So that's benefit for them as well. <clears throat> also, something, that, something else that just came across the phone for me, um, the Mavs, the, the Dallas Mavericks, the basketball team, are no longer going to be playing the national anthem before games. Really? They stopped. Hmm. I, uh, the owner just stopped playing. I think he stopped playing the one tonight and pretty much told him, like, I don't plan on playing it again the rest of the season. Hmm. Okay. So I think, I mean, as a, from, from, a, hmm. Did he give a reason? Uh, just curious. Um, let me see. Let's see what I can pull up. Honestly, as a black man, I'm like, <clears throat> I think that's ooh, why he probably did it. Because have y'all well, read the other stanzas to the national anthem? Oh yeah. Yeah, there's some racist shit in there, honestly. I mean, I'm to me, if you actually look at like all the 
all the fake patriotism that a lot of these teams do. Like the NFL, for example, is actually paid by the military to do their little shows and bring out uh, uh, soldiers or Marines or whatever because it's a big recruiting tool. Yeah. The military pays the NFL to do that. I didn't know that. It's not out of... It's not out of actual patriotism. Yeah. It's money. A recruiting tool for the military. Man. So when people make a big deal out of it, I'm like, why? It's a song. Yeah. You know, how many people sit there and listen to that song and are swell up with pride? Most people are like, come on, let's get it going. Let's yeah. change. You know. Plus, the song's not even shit. sung in its entirety. No. That's literally what it's one. They ain't gonna do that. One, maybe two. Mm -hmm. So he didn't. He didn't. He didn't go into further reasoning. He just pretty much straight up told them like, not gonna get into the reasoning behind it. He was like, I cleared it with the commissioner. He's like, and I don't plan on playing it for the rest of the season. So I guess apparently he has not played in none of the home games uh, this year. And he does not plan on having to be a part of any of the home games going forward. So I think that's really big. Um, the NBA is probably the sports leader in in, in this whole social injustice thing. Yeah. Uh, when the when when all the leagues started boycotting, it was pretty much the NBA kicked that off as well. And I, th I shout out to the commissioner because he it is in the actual NBA rule book that the players are they are not to kneel. And they have to stand for the national anthem. It's in the NBA rule book, but the commissioner decided that he's like, "Fuck, it. I'm not going to enforce it. Y'all do whatever." No. And I th and him even backing the owner to do that that that's huge. Yeah. You're going to take backlash from that. Oh, of course. And I, I think I think that's really dope to su to support it. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what the what the backlash is for that. We'll see what happens to that tomorrow. It ain't gonna be no backlash. Oh, it's gonna be some people, backlash. No, people love Did you see how they reacted when just one dude took a knee in the NFL? Yeah, this is an entire organization. Yeah, okay, so what do you call it a backlash? Just people talking shit? Because that's all that happened. Well, yeah, people will stop talking stuff, but see, but at the same time, is you have those few select individuals who do hold a little bit of power, so you may have like some investor or somebody be like, all right, we're pulling out of this, or somebody who may attach some naming rights to the to the arena where they actually have a sponsorship, one of them feels some type of way, True. they may back out of that as well. That's true. Yeah. So it's like he's yeah, taking a risk. Look at the Washington football team. <laughs> but what's his name? The owner of the Mavericks. Uh, Mark Cuban. Mike Cuban. I was like, I can see his face. Can't think of his name. He's got enough money. He's like, right, you want to, yeah. you don't yeah, want to, give a damn. you know, endorse us. All right, cool. Yeah. Fuck it. But I mean, in my sports stadiums and shit like that, in my in my opinion, are problematic in themselves anyway, because they benefit from tax dollars, but they don't get people the people who pay to build the building, which are your local taxpayers. They don't get like free tickets, even though they help build the building. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a discussion for another day. Right, so that's what I got so far in sports for this week. Um, what else we got? Let's move on to something that we got for what's our stock tips this week. Hold up. 
Before we move on from sports, either either one of y'all watch MMA? Yes. Yes, I haven't caught none of the latest joints, though. I know your boy oh, Connor got knocked man. the fuck out a while back. Connor got knocked out last week. Yeah. This past well, Saturday, Volkov. Huh? Yeah. Last. It might have been before last. Yeah. This past Saturday, Volkov beat, you know, somebody who, Alistair Overeem, who's been beat before. He's the guy that uh, Francis Ngannou uppercutted. And actually, oh. looked like his the back of his head yeah, touched his ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he got like he got worked bad. He got worked. Uh, this this most recent fight, dude split his nose up here, busted his. Yeah, boy was in the octagon playing with Overeem. No, he was just back there, just like I'm a tag his ass, <laughs> tag his ass. <laughs> uh, I think it was. I think it was a second round TKO, second second or third round Shit. TKO. He he beat his ass so bad. It was it was it was, uh, it was a good card. It was a fun card to watch. But yeah. man, that was a nasty fight. He was working that boy. He was. I was like, I'm having fun with this. I'm sure after the first round, he told his corner like, "Don't trip. <laughs> we good." Uh, the fight, the fight before that one though. Um, oh shit! Uh, what's that cat's name? He's got a long name. Uh, another white dude, Paul Blinky. Bro, he threw a flying knee um, against... Shit, I should have prepared better for this. A legend. Um, it was a five-second one, right? Like, he, he he put him out immediately. Flying knee. And you if you watch in slow-mo, he actually reaches up and grabs him, throws his knee right on the button, and starches him. Damn. Homeboy is stiff on the... On the mat, just no. It was yeah. Fuck, it was to something to watch. Eyes. Damn. No, but so, I was like, don't, don't look away. I'm gonna have to yeah. I'm gonna go back and look at some highlights, man, because I didn't I didn't even realize they were fighting. Where there was San 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 Sandhausen San Howard no Sandhausen I think is his name. Speaking of fights. Did y'all know that Logan Paul and uh, Floyd Floyd were going to be fighting? Yeah, yeah, this is a bag. It's, yeah. That's all it yeah. is. Well, did you know? So now it got put on hold because, and this happened like last week or something like that. I Floyd thought he was fighting Jake Paul instead of Logan, and Logan then put some shit out talking shit about Floyd, put his daughter in it, and everything. And uh, he that. So here's what I suggest. He ain't check on Floyd. I'm gonna this one out to the world. I want people to tweet this. I think this will be my first tweet ever because I have I got a Twitter but I don't use it. Uh, I think Floyd should do two three minute rounds the same day, same card, and do Logan first and then do Jake. For what? Because nobody has ever done no shit like that in American. Boxing. But for what? These is YouTubers. These is these is little these is literal Twitter yeah. fingers. Yeah. These is these is if this nigga says he's the baddest motherfucker, man. We know he's not. He's supposed to say he's YouTuber. He's trying to get clicks and no, views. No, I'm not talking about Jake. I'm talking about Floyd. I would like to see Floyd put his standing up to the test. 
He fought a Manny Pacquiao. He about to go in here and slap. He can. They can put them both in the ring at the same time against Floyd. It, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter. Like he gonna do do, turn around and do do. It won't matter at all. But I'm like, you know what? I would like to see that. Do that. Do it too. No, I, just, I hope he embarrasses him. I hope because he embarrasses him back to YouTube. If it's just Floyd fighting, I would, I would watch it. I'm if not, if they it. did that, I'd watch it. But uh, if they did that, I, I'd I, watch it. If it's just one of them faces him, I'm not gonna watch it. It's a mop show. It, it is. It's, it's pointless. It's, Tyson even had him on the show. Told him to his face. You better get your ass whooped, Logan. Like, it's just, I don't even know why you decide. Well, I understand why you decided to do it, but he's like, you better get your ass whooped. Yeah. Like, he's, it's just, there's no A or B to it. This is the only outcome for you. Yeah. Well, see, they talk shit about somebody like Mayweather. Why have they been like, hey, you know what? Tyson, why don't you get in here with me? Because they're not stupid. Because they know. They just want yeah. money. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, they will die. I, that, that, that would be one to where you're really worried about their health. You, you remember you really... in school you used to ask people like, hey, would you let Tyson punch you for a million dollars? Hell no. I wouldn't be allowed to fucking to spend it. it. Yeah, Floyd, Bro, Floyd I'm, put on a show. I'm 43. I still ask people that question. Like, <laughs> yeah. The answer's still no. I fuck with that, man. Yeah, Hell nah. no. Mm-mm. Like, one time, one, and that's all it takes for you to be like, Drooling and eating applesauce while you pissing in a fucking diaper. You ain't even gonna yeah, be able to spend no, a million dollars. Like what? You, did you ever see that uh, that video of uh, Kimbo punching the dude in the leg, just giving him a Charlie yes. horse? Yes. Hey, your boy couldn't even walk. He just fell down. Like, ah. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. Fuck that. I wouldn't even let Tyson punch me in the leg. No. That motherfucker, bro. Anybody touch me that says I hear the bells of war? What the fuck? I'm not fucking with you. And then, a man who told a reporter, "I will fuck you till you love me." Oh, yeah. oh my god, damn! He's <laughs> <laughs> like, shut your mouth. I come out there and I'll fuck you till you love me. It's like, fuck, man. That is somebody you don't want to fuck with. Another with Tyson. I'm uh, gonna be nervous to shake his hand. Like just, yeah. he may pop but, off at any minute. Joe like. Rogan. Joe Rogan said when he was on his podcast, he was like, oh, "I'm not gonna yeah. lie." He said he got a bigger table because, because <laughs> yeah. he was just. He's like, he's the nicest guy, but I didn't want him to get upset and be able to get across the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I heard that podcast. What about? Yeah. What about? about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan ain't no punk. No, he's a but even he's like, shit. That's fucking Mike Tyson. What shit. <laughs> he literally was like, I was going to get a smaller table. He was like, fuck that. It's <laughs> like, damn. That is a scary motherfucker, man. Like, that guy, he looks like if the gorillas get loose at the zoo. Like, that's what he looks You're like, oh shit, they out, they out, they out. Watch his podcast. Watch the Boosie interview. Oh, I did. That yeah. that was scary for me. I was I was Which I was one? scared for Boosie. 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 Boosie bad. Oh, Boosie. Boosie yeah. bad. I thought you. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about Boosie Collins. I was like, is he still alive? That, that would be a great interview. <laughs> but, but uh, no, he he told he because 
Because Boosie said shit about um, Dwayne Wade's Dwayne son Wade's daughter. Son. Yeah, being, oh, yeah, his, his daughter. You know, transitioning to be his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Boosie spoke his mind about it. And Tyson gave him that stare down. Yeah. Oh, but did you see why Tyson said he did that shit, though? It wasn't because, it wasn't mainly because of that. Apparently, Tyson's daughter was pissed off about what Boosie was saying. And he said his daughter was so upset that he was like, my daughter can't say this shit to him because if she was going to say this shit to him and he said something back to his daughter, he's like, it's my fucking daughter. Like, I'll probably go ballistic. You know, he's like, so I said it on her behalf because he didn't want Boosie to say anything about his daughter. So I was just like, oh, oh, that's a different level. Now I understand why he did that. Because he, in his head, he was thinking ahead. Because he's like, in his head, without saying it, if you call my daughter anything, nigga, yeah, I'm biting your dick off. It's probably what he's thinking. Like, 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 and that—that's the one guy in the world that you're like, he may do it. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. You just got to use that. I'm not saying that's what—that's not what he said in the interview, Tyson. That's not what you said. I'm just saying that. That is what I'm thinking. He probably thought in his head. Jet Brandon Jet. That's his name. His name is Brandon Jet. I don't need this. I don't need to get mixed up in this because I don't need to get knocked out thinking I was. No, 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 no. Brandon Jet. That's the one who said those comments. We love you, Tyson. This shit blowing. We get in front of him. I'm, I'm denying. No, I'm, I'm snitching. Sure I'm, I'm, I'm snitching. I am snitching. Because if he swings, I don't even want to be in the. No, nah, I'm gonna pass out just from the wind. Even if you don't connect, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna get weak. Surely, surely, Boozy's smart enough though not to say something about Tyson's thought. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody is. I don't give a fuck if his daughter walked in the room looking like Shanae. She's the most beautiful chick in the world. Yes, yes. She is the beautiful. Yeah. That is Ebony Jet. Magazine material. Imagine that guy. <laughs> Imagine being that guy. Ooh, you gotta go that. knock on that door. Nope. nope. <laughs> I'm breaking up right there. And, and he opened the door. He opened the door. I got the wrong place. That's your daddy. I'm sorry. Nah, <laughs> I got nah. the wrong place. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I knocked up. Who? Who am I? I don't even know who I am. That motherfucker. My damn hands are sweating over here. Just think about shit. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't even talk. I would tell the daughter, don't talk, don't talk, don't talk. Go over there. Go sit over there. <laughs> I would act the fool in class and get kicked out of her class. Yeah. I don't even want to be in the same class with you. That's a scary dude. <laughs> what are your intentions with my daughter? Whatever you want, sir. Yeah. <laughs> what time you going to have her home? Whatever time you say you need her home, sir. Home? We going to church, sir. <laughs> That's the only thing I had planned with your daughter. We going to church to talk about God. <laughs> it's like, it's Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Bible study. Some church is open. I'm going to go find a church somewhere. Fuck that. Shit. All right, so moving on to the stock tips. Um, first off, I would like to say, holy shit, that bubble burst. That fucking, I told you, okay, so we recorded the last podcast on a Tuesday, and that was the Tuesday before all of that shit burst, and I was telling people, when, it was already going down, but I was like, when that shit pops, it's gonna be fucking bad, 
And that shit dropped from hundreds of dollars to like seventy, eighty dollars. Now I think the lowest is at right now is what, like fifty eight? Uh we're pulling up right so. now. So we're talking you talking about GameStop? We're talking about GameStop, GME. So it's currently it's currently at forty nine. God damn, I right should have did oh, mm. Yeah, I it dropped sixty two dollars last week. It's because like I said, people like when you buy into so that was a that was a big tactic, the call they call it pump and dump. And that's when these big corporations they, they flood a lot of um stuff. They they prop up these well, it wasn't even a big corporation this time. It was you know, the Wall Street bets and everything, but um a pump and dump is basically where like a stock gets pumped up, you know, you see all this stuff about it and everything, they pump it up, and then all of a sudden people just draw all of their money out, they sell all their shares, and then boom, it plummets. It's pump and dump. Um those things are bad. And watch out for that. Anything that moves that fast, be weary of. If it's you know, because it's gonna come back down at some point, you know. Um it's yeah, it's it's an artificial inflation. It's not yeah, because that company, like I said last week, you know, GameStop wasn't making any revenue. It was just a bunch of people putting their money into it, and once they felt like they that they got their money up to where they wanted to be, they pulled it. You know, so everybody who was still sitting in there, you know, trying to hold the line, well, the line, you know, fell and hit you in the fucking head, and um. My heart goes out to some of those people because there are some people that lost thousands of dollars. You know, some people lost hundreds of thousands. Some people lost millions on that shit. You know, just like when they first popped it up, all those people that shorted the market, all those big firms, they lost millions and billions. Well, you know, that's a that was that was a crazy, crazy, crazy trade. That was going on. I mean, luckily, anybody who got in on early though, yeah, and they could still if you got in on making money. Yeah, if you got in on it early and you got out, you know, at a good point, then hey, kudos to you. You you read, you knew how to play the game, you know, or you had somebody in your ear that knew how to play the game. So good shit. Um, my tip for today though, and this is def- this is a tip I hope you guys do take. Um. Sorry, it's not an actual tip on a stock, but this is some material. I want you guys to listen to a podcast that's really dope, especially for black people. It's a black podcast, um, and it's called Market Mondays. They're like great group of guys. Um, they also have a podcast called Earn Your Leisure. They're dope as fuck, um, and they have great stock tips, and they also have a community that I'm about to become a part of also. Um, And they're trying to do a lot and educate us, you know, not only just people, but especially black people, on how to play the game, how to get in on the stocks, how to win. Because right now, people out here winning playing the stock game. Investing is two things in life will make you a lot of money, right? And... Even if it's not fast money, it's you can still make a lot of money. Those things are investing and real estate. If you're not doing one of the two, then you're fucking up. Because the fact of the matter is, 
a lot of people out here trying to get money, you know, doing things they love, doing passion projects, wanting to rap, wanting to be a celebrity and all this stuff. If you're not an athlete, honestly, you're not getting contracts of millions and millions of dollars like that. You know, even these rappers will tell you they ain't getting contracts out here like millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know, like that's athlete money. Um, but even these athletes, even these people that get these contracts, these rappers and stuff, you got to invest that money. One way that you can um, start preparing yourself and also if you already in the game, start doing this is track your sock, track your trades. You know, get you a spreadsheet, open it up, write down, you know, what, how much money you're putting into a stock, put in, put the number of where you're buying it at, the price of where you're buying it at, and then put how many shares you're getting for that. If you're on Robinhood, you know, then you could spend $30 and get you a share and a half, you know, 0.5 shares. Write all that shit down, track that, track what you're getting in that, and... Uh, how much you spent and how many shares you're getting. If you start doing this, then you don't have to fumble around and figure out things. And then when you go back and you're trying to figure where your buy-in price at, when you're looking to buy more and you're trying to track your progress, then you can flip up in that, um, that book or you can flip that spreadsheet down and you can go, oh, okay, you know, I got in at $30 back in January and I bought five shares where they're up 35 bucks. You know, uh, check out how they're doing. Maybe you want to buy in. You want to. You got more money. You might want to buy in more at that thirty-five. You know, or let's say you see it at thirty-five, and you're like, "Well, I bought in here. They've been holding. You know, or they've dropped. Maybe I don't. Maybe they might drop down to this price. You know, it's just a way to keep track of shit. So do that, and you will thank yourself later for that shit. So that is definitely a tip. I hope you guys pick up is. Track your trades, all right? And um, honestly, I think if a lot of people, even if they didn't do like the stop loss I was saying last week, then um, if you track that trade and you saw where you buying, bought in at, it'll help you figure out where you want to leave out at also. You know, if you bought something at $5 and it's at $105, that's a great time to get out if you feel good about that and you don't think that it's going to go down because you should always appreciate the game. Don't look at the game as a loss if it keeps going. You just, you know, you made $95. But come on now. You know, some people took that $5 and they rode it all the way to 460 I want to say, it capped out at. You know, that's still even dope. So just track your stuff, people. All right? Now, Don Dada. What we got on the um, yes, sir. What we got in the news today, man? What's going on that political side of the chains? Uh, and we got two big things. Well, one big thing, one questionable thing. The big thing uh, today, Congress, more specifically the House or uh, the Senate, decided to almost split down the middle. I think it was fifty-four to forty-six that it was, it is constitutional to proceed with uh, the second impeachment of Trump. Uh, there was a question of him being, now that he's not in office, uh, being a basically a 
private citizen, whether or not they could impeach him. Um, and they they argued the case, and they decided, they voted, yes, they can. So, which, in my opinion, only makes sense because they set a precedence that while he's in office, you can't charge him with any crimes. And then once he's out of office, they're like, well, he's not the president anymore, so you can't charge him. Which is, that basically would, would say that he's immune to any type of punishment. Uh, uh, because while he's in office, he can't be charged with anything. Right. And once he's out, he's no longer president. Right. So that was, that was one big thing. Um, the other thing is Biden's uh, stimulus. They are still trying to decide. Uh, they're debating whether or not to lower the income uh, uh, threshold for, you know, to determine who gets a stimulus. At one point it was if the uh, individual made 75000 or less, they were, uh, they qualified for a couple that makes 150000 Now uh, there's some talk of, of dropping that to an individual that makes 50000 or a couple that makes 100000 That hasn't been settled yet. Yeah. Uh, it's still on the table. But um, <sighs> they keep I think, now. Didn't they drop down how much they wanted to give on that third one too? They dropped it down to like a thousand uh, bucks instead of the fourteen hundred. They had talked about it, but from everything I've read, Biden is still pushing the fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred, okay. Which, in my opinion, is still kind of a slap in the face. It should he said two thousand, it should be two thousand. Well, uh, I mean, but, hell, they probably fought the fuck out of him for it when he said two thousand. So. Well, I mean, it's it's politics. Yeah. It's all it is. But, you know, as of right now, it's still the 75, 150 uh, is the, you know, the, the limit uh, for people to receive them, which I think is fair. A couple makes 100,000, you know, just because you made 100,000 last year when you filed your taxes doesn't mean you did it this past year during COVID. So. True. You know, which is it's, uh, it's some fuck shit too, man. Because some of those couples that made that much money, they did a fuck ton of overtime. Oh yeah. You know, there's a lot of yeah. couples out here that do hit that mark, but they're they're dead in the water, man. They're doing 60, 70 hours overtime. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, they're working hard for it, and yeah. uh, you know, uh, personally. I'm I'm okay with the 150. I don't think they should lower it, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But that's you know now that now that Trump is out of office, politics kind of slow. Everything's back to back to normal. You know, politics back to is normal, usual. Boring old politics. There's not a new fucking crisis every day. I like it like that though. Our People stop Trump. becoming politicians. You know, I, I got tired of the uh, the layman's politicians shit when Trump was. Oh yeah. Everybody was. Well, when, yeah. Every, everybody was an expert. You, yeah. I, I, I had no idea. I knew so many fucking 
constitutional attorneys. Yeah. Everybody I know, like, well, no. But the Constitution says, like, motherfucker, I've known you since third grade. You ain't never read the Constitution. <laughs> right. Like, if you spell Constitution right now, I'll give you five dollars. Right. Like, and you, you just know, keep your goddamn money. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to. I I ain't I ain't got to prove shit to you. I know what I know. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I fucking that's Tennessee is the only fucking place in the goddamn world that says that shit. I have lived in Detroit, Michigan. I have lived in Johnson City, Tennessee. I lived in Columbia, Tennessee. Zion, Zion Acres, basically, but Columbia, Tennessee. And now, here in fucking Mesa and Tempe, I still have never fucking heard anybody say, well, I know what I know, and you know what you know. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what? Like, that's, that's how we that's, got here. That means, because you know what you know, I, and I know what I know. Yeah, that means I, I know. I know. I ain't got no proof. But, God damn it, I know. I know. Like, uh, okay. I, sure you do, buddy. Bruh, that shit. Have you ever heard some shit like that, Lamar? No, I haven't been around enough country folks. <laughs> Oh. That's, that's, that sounds like some country shit. That's it, bro. It is. That sounds like some country shit, right there. It is. It is. <laughs> they think they say some shit too when they say that. They're like, oh, this is shot. Because they say it, it. That's the thing with country folks is they they say it in a slick way, and it, it comes out quick. They speak they speak fast already. Yeah. And so like you hearing it, you're just like, the fuck did I just get hit with? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when I heard for the first time. uh what, what did the old lady say? She said something. She was buying some liquor. And I was like, I said, uh, she said something. And I was like, nope, it's going to be $5.95 some shit. She said, well, shit, fire, crap, thunder. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you stuck. You trying to process what you just heard. You just like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I got to carry the, I carry the one. <laughs> divide that. Okay, I still got no clue what you're talking about. I mean, bro, I was like, what the fuck just happened? I had a job. They, the, the cook was coming. I didn't even work there. I didn't even work at this store. Worked at a completely different store. But their cook was this black old country man. And so they're like, hey, we're having a company meeting. So they're like, having a company meeting. The boss from that store calls me. He said, hey, uh, I need you to come to this meeting and to translate for me. I'm like, translate? Nigga, I only know one language. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, we need you to come and translate what the fuck Bart was saying." And I said, "Oh, I got you." And I was like, "He's old, he's old country motherfucker. He he talks fast, and that's how he talks. Mm-hmm. It is the, it's the same thing, and that's the only way he knows." So like when they're asking him stuff and he's responding, and then they just looking at each other because <laughs> he's like, "Are you not connecting the fuck I'm just, I just told you?" And they're like, we don't, what, what is, what is, they're like, what is he talking about? I said, look, he's asking me, I'll bring your dishes back to let him know. They're like, oh, that's what you was talking about. <laughs> I was like, that's why I sat there the whole time. That was the only thing I was there. I didn't work in this store. So that's all I did the whole time. And they were like, he's asked y'all to stop making a mess and like, just putting the dishes all over the place and put them where they're supposed to go. And they're like, we got you. We, we got you. And I'm like, y'all just got to. Like y'all just gotta, you, gotta yo, listen. You gotta catch up to that shit, though. 
There's some damn motherfuckers. Boy, that's some shit to get said. You be like, how the fuck? That's like when that old lady came into your store and was like, oh, she, yeah, you one of the nice colored boys. And you were like, the I tell fuck? everybody. <laughs> like, I tell everybody you are one of, you're you're pretty cool for a colored guy. Like, <laughs> like, like that was a compliment to her. That's because that's normal. That's how they talk out there. Like, get the what? That's how. The, yeah. That's like when uh, the dude I'm, told me. I said, uh, I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I got two pennies over here. And my said, well, that's mighty white of you. I, I was like, oh, uh, yeah. See? Like, I didn't know. I, yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, what? <laughs> like, like, am I supposed to say, well, that's mighty black of you to run off with my two pennies? Like, I don't know what the fuck to respond to that shit. Yeah, I'm very rarely speechless, but there have been a few times I'm just like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> It's like I don't know if I I don't know if I should be mad or offended or it's just like it's only Southerners, man. It's what? only South that they got they say some shit and you be like, oh, and they think they being nice to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you can tell they going home and they gonna brag about how nice they were. You're like, no, that's that's it. No, what? <laughs> no. Like, have you talked to many black people? They're like, I sure have. I talked to all kinds of colored folks. you like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, yeah, man. Fucking south, man. So, alright. Let's get into it. Um, well, was that it for the news? For the uh, politics? Yeah. That, that, that's, I have one other like thing I, said, I wanted to go slow. over. Uh, there was one. It's kind of back to the sports thing. I forgot to put tag that on there. Andy Reid's son, a couple mm. weeks ago, was in a car accident. The result of the car accident is there's a five-year-old girl who's left in critical condition. They just put uh, his son on admin leave because now they're investigating as if he was drunk. By his own admission, it sounds like he was drunk and probably high out of his Oh, mind. yeah. He, he said he had he three beers. It. He said, I had two to three beers. Two and to three, he and he popped the Adderall. Oh, so he was blitzed when he went to drive. So if he admitted to taking a Adderall and two to three beers, which means he had a probably a bottle of liquor yeah. <laughs> and some beers, yeah, and that's what he was using he, to take the Adderall. He took the Adderall. He took the Adderall to try to sober up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nope. And so it, it's not just not looking good for him. Um, not looking good. So we'll see how that turns out. The other Was it, one wasn't he? Isn't he like the assistant coach or like a? I think so. Offensive coordinator or something like that. He was like the assistant coach or receivers or, or some assistant to the head coach or something. Yeah, I saw that on uh, Willie D's podcast. Thing. So yeah, luckily they, he didn't. They didn't even let him make the trip to Tampa. They left that nigga in Kansas City. They were like, "Your ass, stay home. Don't even show up." Uh, well, the team didn't either, but. Another thing. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I want to go over real quick is the uh, it's more of on like the kind of the fun side of things. Um, you guys have probably heard or seen the video of the girl who ran out of moose hairspray and decided to use gorilla glue to uh, get her hair to lay down. That is the uh, shit. 
She, that, somebody she in her family drank bleach when motherfucking Trump suggested. No, that's she just like, don't know. That's exactly my point. She don't like. She probably thought it was just regular glue. Exactly my point. Who in her family did not teach her about glue? She uh, look first. Well, off, but you got. She think. was used to using like a a type of like a, a hair glue to lay your hair down like that. Again, it's and it's called it's called like some kind. It's called something glue. Yeah. And then there's another. It's called hair glue. Yeah, and then but then there's another product that is similar, that's called Gorilla something like Gorilla Stick. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, something like that. So eh, I could see how she. I mean, as men, we're like we know what Gorilla Glue is. You know, but there is women like right now. No, I know, but my like people like my sister. My sister wouldn't know what the fuck Gorilla Glue was. I'm like, hey, go grab me some Gorilla Glue. She's like, fucking super glue? Like, no, Gorilla Glue. I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, but she knows no. to ask. You're not gonna ask. You gotta think. Okay, you gotta put her, put yourself in her position. She runs, she runs out of her regular hairspray. Mm-hmm. She knows there's none in the house. Mm-hmm. So she probably looks at this can and is like, it's a similar kind of size of the can. Okay, it's a I'm gonna salad put myself can. in her shoes. I don't know what the fuck this is. Let me go ask. No, because the wording's different. She's not gonna do that. She didn't do that. I know. She's she's probably she was probably on her way out the house or going somewhere and was just like, I just need to, I just need this on there for the night. Mm-hmm. She seen okay. She sees this glue, strong hold. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just put that and you know lay it down. I'll come back. And I'll wash again, it out. Who didn't teach her ass? Because are you would, the difference. would you teach someone that like hey don't put this in your hair? Yes. No, you wouldn't. Yes, you're, the fuck I would. You're never gonna think that someone's gonna do that. Yes, you will. Have you not been around kids? She's not a kid. That how is she? First off, I'm not gonna. How old is she? You won't have the gorilla glue in the reach of kids. How old is she? She is an adult. I don't know how old she is, but she's an adult. She should have known. Fuck the bullshit. She should. She should have known to ask. She should have known to ask. You don't do shit without asking. If somebody handed her a plate that smelled like shit and said, hey, this is delicious, she's not going to start eating. She's going to go, what the fuck is this? Okay, her using the Gorilla Glue is the equivalent to how men don't read the instructions. They no, look at no, it, I know how this not. works, No, and then they go. No, that is not. She that looks at not. the can, no, I see it's like glue. I'll tell you Hold why it's not I know how it works. I'll tell you Hold why it's not Have you ever... I'll tell you why it's not the same. Hold on, hold on, Donnie. I'm going to let you speak. I'm going to let you okay, speak. Okay, okay. But Beyonce had a better... <laughs> no, but... <laughs> so, the reason why it's not the equivalent of that is because when a man puts together something without the instructions, he knows I'm putting together blank. He's not just like, I'm about to go get some shit and put together some shit. He goes, I'm opening up this box of a desk, and it's a desk, and I'm going to put this together. He still knows what it is. She just grabbed some shit and didn't know what the fuck it was. She knew what she was looking for, but she didn't find it. And when she didn't find that exact thing, she was like, fuck it. I'm going to run with this because this looks like it. That's bad. But Donnie, go. Have you ever, have you ever, and I, I can tell you, I'm, I'm guilty of getting my son out of the bathtub mm-hmm. and going to put lotion on him and fucking up and grabbing the wrong bottle, grab the bottle of soap. Squeeze it on him, and I'm like, "This is not rubbing in." And this, what the, f- God damn it! And got to put him back in the yeah. bath. I've also done the shit myself where I re, I go and get uh, shampoo, I grab conditioner, put it in my hair, like motherfucker. Nah, this is not what I'm meant to do. 
I, you can grab the wrong shit. Now, if that's what she did, use the wrong shit. If she grabbed the wrong shit and didn't pay attention, that's understandable. Nigga, I lose. I used conditioner one day and thought it was lotion. That's probably what she did. If that's what she did, excuse me. Cool. Then, hey, baby girl, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a bad fuck up. But if you looked at that shit and you went, I don't know what this is, but it looks the same, and you didn't ask, well, guess what? You fucked up. Oh, she knew she did. I mean, and and she she knew. Either way, whether she did or didn't, she went with it for a whole month. Like, she lived with that consequence. Like, you know motherfuckers is going to question you. Your homegirls are going to be like, bitch, you've been walking around with the same hairstyle for a week. What's going on? How come when the wind blow, your shit don't Exactly. Move? Nothing moves. That's Nothing a badass moves. wig you got. Up. We can see the wind just, whew, we can see the aerodynamic of that bitch. It got a little white jet stream over. Like, your ponytail is down to the middle of your back, but when it's windy, that shit don't sway nowhere. Like, Bro, it's such a bad, it's a terrible story. I feel bad for her. And she had to end up shaving her head. I give her the benefit of the doubt. I think it was an honest mistake. She looked at it and was like, well, this shit could, hair glue, gorilla glue. Because there is a hair mousse that looks like that can. That's, first off, like I said, if that was what happened. But here's the thing too. It was also it was spray. I didn't even know they made fucking spray. Oh, either. okay. Wait a minute. That's a new element. It's a spray. It was a yeah. Spray. It was a spray. It was, so it was a I, spray. I'm saying like the both yeah. bottles. They were both spray bottles. Both yeah. the same. So like you, if you just pick them up, shake them, they sounded exactly the what? same. Oh, I gotta look this shit up. Yeah, and so because yeah. like, she she yeah she's showing the cans like here's here's what I usually put in my hair, and then she's like here's what's in my hair currently. And it was just, oh, it was, it was, uh, yeah, that, that, yeah. So she'll show you, watch, pull up the video, watch that video. Hey, she cute as hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, she got a lot on, she got a lot going on. She got, yeah, it does look like she got a lot. She got a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> she got a lot. Oh, bro, these look nothing to fuck alike. No, no, not the, okay, yeah, the cans don't look nothing alike. These don't look shit, hold on, no, fuck the boy, no. Did you see this shit? I would, hey, y'all at home. Just, just Google Gorilla Hair Spray and then click on images in Google. You know how it gives you the image button. These, one can of the hairspray is, it says G-O-T-2-B. Got to be. It's got to right? be. Got yeah. to be. It's a, a mustard yellow can and it says glued, but on the front, underneath the glued, it says freeze spray, right? Now... And it says below that, uh, screaming hair for, or screaming hoe for hair, or screaming, whatever. I can't read. Uh, I've been drinking, sorry. <laughs> then the other can has a big ass gorilla on it, went gorilla across it, and it says spray adhesive, and it says heavy duty, and it shows you the type of shit that you can spray it on. And it's orange. But we don't it's know if she just grabbed orange. the can, though. But You but can't just thing. grab that can and just be like, oh, this is my shit. I'm doing this. Look at Hold that. on. How about how, but how many people, how many people actually have, like, a spray adhesive? Like, a sp- I, like I said, I didn't even know Gorilla Glue existed. And until I started messing around with uh, trying to do a car interior, mm-hmm. I didn't know that you could buy spray glue. 
at all. Same here. Because I'm not, I don't do arts and crafts and shit. Same so here. I could see how she saw this this bottle. No. And it's like, no. This comes, I'm not saying that the bottle, that the labels or anything look alike, but you're like, this is a, you know, this is spray glue for my hair. Yeah. This other spray glue could be for hair too. No. Because. No. I mean, that's, Get, that's go me. look at the bottle side by side. When you, okay, it's not, it's literally just like this. If I go to grab my beer and I've got this dark ass can of 805 and he got that bright green ass doseki and I go grab his fucking doseki, no, it's bright fucking green. It's bright ass green. But if I set them both next to each other and you just grab a bottle and just drink now, it. Now, if that happened, I'm, whoever set those two bottles side by side, and her are dumb as fuck because there's no way I'm gonna see those bottles side by side and be I like, mean, "This is gonna be now, safe for me to do." Here, here's where shit gets a little tricky. Is where did she go? Where did she have to go to get that gorilla glue? Like, if she went and got it out of a fucking tool shed or something, eh? I got you, a question. You probably should have known. I think it was already. But if it was, yeah, if it was in the bathroom, I could see someone making that mistake. If the gorilla, the spray bottle of gorilla glue is in the bathroom, I could see somebody making a mistake. You've got to go look under the kitchen sink or out in the garage or something like that to find it. Then you're just a dumbass. I got it. Yo, well, I hope she comes out and explains. If she has come out and explained, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna check it out. And next podcast, I'm gonna be like, all right. Last thing I read, uh, they. The uh, Gorilla Glue came out and made a statement because she lawyered up. So she may be trying to sue him. And you know I don't she's know. Gonna win. I don't know how. Huh? She's gonna win. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard. That's a hard thing to prove. Because it's 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 she. If she is gonna try and sue, she screwed herself with the video. The reason why is on the video, it, it shows you what it's used for. At no point does it say here. So yeah. if they go to court, they're going to pull this video up, and they're going to say, hey, she did this video. She put this video on there. Yeah, she knew that this was something she wasn't supposed people, to put in her hair. Like, McDonald's got sued for somebody pouring hot coffee on themselves. Ah, but there's, uh-uh, uh-uh. You can't use that case. Why not? And I'll tell you, because that case is deeper than just a hot coffee. And uh, I only know this because of uh, an argument that I had with somebody about something else. But the hot coffee, that woman was, she was old. She was, I forget exactly how old she was. The store that she got, the, the McDonald's that she got that coffee from had been cited before because their coffee is supposed to be at I don't know exactly. Let's just say between 90 and 95 degrees. Well, this this particular store had been cited before because their coffee was at like 104 degrees or something. Like I said, I'm not exactly sure on the numbers. Right. So they had been cited. Then when she, when that happened, it was over the, what it's supposed to be. 
she went to the hospital. It, if you ever see the pictures, it actually caused third degree burns. Like, it took the top layer of skin off. It was, it was nasty. It was rough. Then she asked for, all she ever asked for was for McDonald's to pay her medical bills. She won that, but the jury is what awarded her the millions of dollars. She didn't ask for that, for the millions. All she wanted was for her medical bills to be covered. Yeah, but she still won her uh, initial case was to sue McDonald's the, for their medical bills. Because, but that's because they were negligent. They had the coffee above what it was supposed to be. Okay. Like, it was above a safe, like, a safe drinking temperature. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, that, because a lot of people throw that, that case out there like, oh, that's, you know, how stupid our courts are, you could sue, you know, look, McDonald's got sued. When you really look at the details of the case, yeah, I, it, it becomes clear why, gotcha. uh, you know, why she won. Okay. But, I don't know. I I don't think I don't think she this woman the gorilla glue hairspray woman. I don't think she has a chance of winning a lawsuit because that nothing about that. Like it's not gorilla glue's fault she had it. If it was in the bathroom, you know we don't know all the the details. But it's not their fault that she must mistook their product for a hair glue. Nothing on it. It doesn't show hair. You know, no there's not a comb on it. And, you know, anybody who's familiar with Gorilla Glue is familiar with the logo. You know, you see that shit, you know what it is. That is the right. don't fuck around glue. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I shit literally hold on got anything. my fingers stuck together fucking with that shit. Yep. Like, I was... Even the little... There are little tubes of, like, super glue. Well, that shit is no joke. Nope. And that's where, like, if it goes to court... First of all, I'm going to ask her as the lawyers, can you read, ma'am? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. And she's going to say, yes. Did you read the can? And she says, yes, case dismissed. Yeah. And she said she didn't read the can. Okay, it's an accident. So how is that? Now, how is that our fault that you did not read the can? What are we supposed to do to force you to read the can? We put, not only did we put on the label on the front of the can what it is, what it does, we actually provided you pictures. So even if you can't read, ma'am, you can clearly see what it's supposed to do. I want to know what, I want to know, I, I want to know what happened. I want to know what happened. I so do too. I'm going to walk back oh, yeah. everything there's I so, said. I'm going to walk back everything I said. I want to know what happened. There's so many unanswered questions. Like, I'm, I'm so curious. But, okay. I mean, I still feel bad for her. I mean, that sucks. Oh, I do too, because she got a shame on her shit. I've been there. When my haircut got fucked up, man, and I had patches and I had to go bald. <laughs> Yeah, I've been I wanted the clippers cut off mid haircut. Woo! <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> and I, at the time, I didn't have no hats, so oh, I was like, I can't run to the store to go get it because yeah. I'm not going outside like this. See, yeah, and I didn't wear hats at the time either. So I was just like, Mom's, I need to borrow some razors. <laughs> and she's like, For what? I was like, The clippers died, and I gotta cut all of this off. Yeah. See, I've never had that problem. The worst I ever did was like. My aunt couldn't finish braiding my hair, so I had to go to school with half my head braided, and the other half hanging down over my shoulders and shit, looking crazy. I've never had, I've never been bald. Let me knock on wood, please. <laughs> I want my shit start falling out. So, all right, good people, let's get into it. Um, so, we're gonna review this uh, Buster Rhymes album. 
Now, fair warning, I only made it to track 17, 16. And did you finish the whole thing, Donnie? Well, I've, I have finished it. Yeah. I went. I started. I went back to it. I've, I've actually finished it a couple of times, okay. uh, but like I said, it was. I put it on the stereo while I was like cleaning the kitchen, cleaning the living. I don't remember track numbers, song names. There's a couple of couple songs I know. I know the names of, but I have listened to it and I like it. I think it's a great album, especially being an old an old Busta Rhymes fan. Like I've liked. Busta Rhymes since the like fucking scenario like most people wow wow like Dungeon Dragon like I was like who the fuck is this dude Uh, I've always been disappointed by his albums because he'll he comes out with great single and you're like oh shit this is like this shit slaps you get the album every other track sucks yeah, except in my opinion, I think the Big Bang Theory was his best fucking album ever. That's my opinion. I really think it's a classic fucking album. Uh, I challenge you guys to go back and listen to that album because that shit was fire. Um, so I personally think ELE Two is his best album. It, you know what? Let's get into it because I'm disappointed in this album in another way I'm disappointed because I'm disappointed because there was so much there were so many good tracks that he cut short and as we get into it I'll tell you which ones they were for me and they were probably the same for you um, and LeVon but man I so alright let's jump into it first off uh, the first track which is um, ELE2 intro is a fire ass track. Of course, it, anytime you put Chris Rock on the on <laughs> on the skit, um, yeah, on the on the skit or on the track, period. Like, I'm intrigued because Chris Rock is fucking ridiculous. Like, one of the best ones I like him on is at the end of um, Blame Game with Kanye. You got your pussy. I gotta sit in the thank you. No, I Oh my god. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Easy did it. Easy got See for me For me though, like Chris Rock is it's a gamble with Chris Rock. It can go it can either be really funny. Yeah. Or in this case, it goes a little too long, and it starts to it starts to kind of be annoying. All right, yeah. let's get to the mu- let's get to the music. I want to hear yeah. that. That's my opinion. Which the track it could, have, that... could have been? I was anticipating the album. Like I want, I really wanted to hear it. Yeah. So it could have been a little bit of that. There's a but figuring out kid. It, honestly, uh, I, I I appreciated it. That shit was it was fucking hilarious and. uh the uh, the track itself, when it first off sounds like old Busta when he comes on, and that shit starts slapping, it's fucking fire as fuck. And then you y'all already know I'm if y'all watch rap sheets the uh, Facebook live show, 
I'm a fan of beat switches, right? I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that beat drop, and it just and when that shit switched up, and um, it's uh, and the the beat that started playing was that um, uh, uh, that Nas track, uh, the world is yours. Whose mm. world is this? The world is that shit. When that yeah, shit yeah. dropped, ooh, that shit was fire. And then, of course, you had your boy come on the track. Um, you had it was uh, Pete Rock at the end of that, and it was Big Daddy Kane that was spitting that verse at the end. That shit was fire, bro. That that opening track, the whole opening track for me is fire. I love the way, like, I forget who said it, but they like. When you open up, uh, when you open up an album like that, it's it's a sign that the rest of the shit is gonna be fucking dope. And man, it that shit was hot. And that's honestly, that's definitely one of the hottest tracks on that fucking thing. Um, the second track is uh, the plug, the purge. Here's where we start me getting pissed. It was short as fuck. He's spitting some fire ass shit, giving it to niggas, and it cuts off at like, what was it, like a minute? Thirty. I was gonna say, was that the one that's like a uh, minute like, ten? Or? A, yeah, a minute eleven. I'm like, what the okay, fuck is yeah. that? Yeah, that and that, in my opinion, is something that happens a, a lot through this album. It does. Like, it's a good album. But a lot of the songs are short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my only gripe about that that song, because that song was dope as fuck. The the song fucking oh, bang. Message behind it too. But it, yeah, but it's just short. Yeah. But but killed it. Yeah. Um. Track three is uh, oh, strap yourself uh, down. Strap Yourself Down to me was another fire-ass beat. Um, I didn't like the flow. It was, it had a dope-ass beat change in it. The beat was, the, the, the beat was hard as fuck in the beginning. But it, it was, it reminded me of something that he definitely did on um, ELL1 or ELE1. Where he was all over the place with the with the with the flow because he was trying to be Dungeon Dragon too much. See, I, I can't remember this. Like I said, I tried to get, go back through it again today, and I'm trying. I can't remember what this track. Said. I, wish I know I there was it. one where I, I didn't really like the beat, but I liked his flow. He had like a kind of a choppy flow. That's another track. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, track four was Czar. Um, Czar's dope. That's my shit. Yeah, that's a dope ass That's track. my shit. Um, you know, it was one of the singles. I see why. No no critique there. It was just, it was a dope ass track. Um, the video's yeah. not bad either, but the, the actual song is crazy. Um, <laughs> let's see. After Czar, we got Out of My Mind, featuring, uh, featuring 
the legendary um, DVD. Yeah, and um, yeah, no, I, I I listened to it one time and couldn't even make it all the way through the one time. The video is funny as fuck, but I was like, I fucking hate this track. I hate. I will say, I'll I'll say going back through today, first time I listened to it, I didn't like it. Um, second time I listened to it. I still didn't like it. Listen to it today on uh, on a, just on TV speakers instead of through a stereo, where I could actually hear the hear his his vocals. And I like it. The thing that I don't like about it is the the poison, like the shit, the beat that they use. Yeah. Like the way they loop that one sample, yeah, gets it, it gets real repetitive. That but see, and they just keep doing it. I'm not mind with the repetitiveness. I I just didn't like the beat. Period. Like there's some samples where it's repetitive, and I'm like, ooh, that's a because they do it on one of the tracks coming up here. But it, I was I didn't like it, man. I was just like, no, this is some bullshit. I, I don't like none of this. I don't want none of this. <laughs> I don't think it was a good sample. That's all. I just really think that that yeah. sample could have been done a lot better. Because all I, they I did, agree. The only thing they did was in that sample was they looped the beginning of it. Yeah, and that's what I. And that's what I didn't like. That and to me that got annoying. The, but like the his flow on it was good. Bellbib, it's it's kind of weird to have his flow with the smoothness of BBD's voice. Yeah, like you've got Busta, he's Busta's uh, an aggressive, hyped up dude. Yeah, and then you've got all of a sudden just the beat kind of mellows out and drops, and they sing, and then he's like, "Oh, let's go!" and it goes back to that same loop. Like, I think what he was Overall, trying to do there was he was trying to recreate uh, another Touch It. Because mm. Touch It was fire. That's honestly, yeah. to me, that's one of his best oh, joints yeah. to this day. And, like 10 remixes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just. It, I, I don't like it. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the next track is uh, the title track, ELE to the Wrath of God. Uh, we got the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, talking on there, giving a uh, honestly a pretty uh, informational speech, and it's some it's some deep shit. I I actually want to go back. And I am gonna go back, and I'm gonna listen to it a couple times because there's some things in there I definitely want to break down. Um, so maybe one day we can do a breakdown of that because there was some powerful shit being said. And then at the end of it, again he comes with another dog ass beat, dope ass flow, and it's like got short. Yeah, it's like what? Uh, I, I don't even think it's a full minute. I was just like, 
what the fuck is going on, man? What is with this? So I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe he's just doing that to tease us because he's about to go in on the rest of these tracks. I mean, it's 50,000 tracks on this motherfucker. You know, he probably had to there save, are. you know, save some. So there are a lot of tracks. Then we come to Slow Flow with Yo Boy, Everybody's Boy, Dirt McGirt, ODB, Old Dirty Bastard, <laughs> or as they said on the uh, on Dave Chappelle, that old dirty Chinese restaurant. <laughs> um, ODB, first off, I think anytime anybody uses an ODB sample, it's, it's pretty cool. It has to grow on some people because some people aren't used to that ODB style because his style is like some people talk about how their style is so different their style is so it ain't like everybody else's ODB was the original person when I heard his style I was like this nigga's not like everybody his shit is oh, no. way different Yeah. so when you use his shit as a course I'm like oh oh yeah you thinking out the box and that shit to me was pretty fucking fire um and on top of that, like he had he had a flow that was dope as fuck. Um, he said something that was dope as fuck in there too in the uh, in his flow. I think it was in the beginning of the track. He said, um, "It's like checking the pulse of a corpse when I show these niggas no reaction. When I show uh, no reaction to niggas, I thought that shit was dope as fuck." Yeah, I really like the. I like uh, the beat. I like that digital video game style. Yeah. Uh, you know the the sound. I, I don't know how you even explain. It. Yeah. You know, it's got like a, a video game sound to it. I dig it. It's a yeah. it's another short track. It, it is. Like, it was dope as fuck though. That that was a dope ass fucking track. Didn't they? Is that? I'm trying to remember. I'm actually playing it right now while we talk. Um, seems like it's a recycle. It's uh, you know obviously with ODB, you know being passed. Didn't they? They recycled a verse from another song, didn't they? Yeah. I forget yeah. what song that's recycled from. Um, I really do. I can't remember. Oh yeah. Cause I was I was thinking it was like Brooklyn Zoo or something like that. But I think not. it is Brooklyn Zoo. Is it? Uh, I. It might be, but I wasn't sure. Oh. Okay, so yeah, that's the that's he just does the hook. Yeah. The he uses ODP for hook. That's yeah. Like that. But another dope ass track. Q-tip. Mm-hmm. And honestly, yeah. Q 
Q-tip fucking fling that bitch, man. He goes in. Q-tip yeah, yeah. killed that shit. Q-tip is another motherfucker, man, that he don't get his flowers like he's supposed to. He's another one of those, those lyrical beats that people don't want to fuck with and they recognize when he's on the track, but nobody says the shit out loud. I think, in my opinion, I think Q-Tip is like, I think he's underrated by like casual mainstream like fans, people who yeah. they don't, they just listen to music for the, the beat. Or, yeah. They just like, they don't sit and actually listen to lyrics. Because if you do, Q-Tip is, Q-Tip's that motherfucker man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we all had tribe in our. You know, oh, was yeah. it just me that had tribe in our top? I be your top five rap groups. Oh no, I didn't have them in my top five, but I can see a person that does. Yeah, this, I, I, I would. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't yeah. argue with it. No, not at all. Um, but like, I even had I had the mixtape, uh, the Dragon and Abstract, and that was a hmm. crazy mixtape as far as like they're flowing back and forth. It was incredible. Like it was like it was like listening to Eminem and Royce to me. You know, like that was to me that was the first like Eminem and Royce because them because like Q-Tip is going to give you that that intricate perspective and say some real shit to you, but just be fucking just blown on that shit. And then Buster's gonna give you that crazy rah rah rapidy rap shit, and you gonna fucking like it. Um, but it was didn't was it didn't Q Tip link Buster up with uh, leaders in the school, or I'm not uh, sure. I I can't remember how that whole story. I listen. Buster was on. uh, Let's see, was he on Drink Champs or? He was on a podcast I listened to. He, he told the whole story of... Mm. I, it might have been Tula Kuali's, uh The People's Party. I gotta watch that. Uh, oh, man, that's a great podcast. Uh, shout out to Tula Kuali, if you ever have to listen to this. see it, Tali. Uh, but uh, he told the story of like how he how he got into like doing features and shit where he'd sit outside of the studio and just roll blunts yeah and or sit in the studio and roll blunts while people were were doing the thing and they're like oh you wanna hop on like oh I guess yeah and then he just comes on and flames the whole track and people yeah. are like god damn. <laughs> gotta yeah. step my game up now <laughs> but anyway that's off that's off topic but yeah great great track I like that one yeah uh, the next track is uh, is uh, boom. That's a uh, that's a hot ass track. That's a fucking bro. That's a that track is a first off the beat on it is crazy. His flow on it is crazy. Um, and then the video is legendary Busta Rhymes shit. And that I like that that. Song reminds me of the song Terry from um uh reminds me of the song Terry from Action Bronson. 
it's one of those songs I can just replay and just listen to because the melody of that song is so fucking, it like resonates with my ear. It's so melodic to me. That shit is dope. From in here, I want the door. From in here, the joint's haunted. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck you got doing? What's going on? Uh, this this motherfucker's joint is haunted. He got motherfuckers knocking on his damn know, it's kitchen wall. From the fridge, man. From the fridge. I don't. Hey, I don't know, Raggy. <laughs> Rutto. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Boom Boom reminds me it's, This sounds like a track That he wrote when he was with Aftermath Yeah it, To me, it's yeah. got 50 Cent, Dr. Dre vibe I'm not sure, Dre may have produced it I'm not sure uh, but No, it, uh, DJ Scratch actually Oh, well, okay I see a Scratch Yeah That's a but yeah. That's a dope ass fucking track it is a dope track, and it uh, it reminds me heavily of uh, 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 something he would have done with Fifty. Yeah. Um, track ten. Track ten is True Indeed. Another dope ass track. Only a minute and fifty four seconds. What the fuck, bus? So I'm finished track. Oh, cause this, this is a throwback. Was that one of those throwbacks? Well, man, well, well, he, off the beat. well, he did say that he had some songs that he used that were some songs, some old songs. That's the reason why so many songs on here. Yeah. These are pulled from an unfinished album. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Dope ass, another dope ass fucking track, though. Yeah, it felt yeah, like he right. took this beat and just re, he redid the song. That shit was fire. I was like, yo, this shit. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I like song. that. Yeah. Um, which brings us next to one of my favorite tracks on here, man. Uh, track eleven is um, Master um, Bard Muhammad. Bard Muhammad. Yes. Um, first off, on some real shit, I don't care what you say about the boy. I don't care. That he stole his name from the real motherfucking OG. Rick Ross. I don't think he did. Is oh he did. He did. Rick he did. Ross is one of the dopest MCs out right now, man. He is Rick Ross makes some fire ass music. And I buy his albums and that motherfucking albums are dope. Rick Ross just makes great music and whenever he gets on any track that I've heard so far, he kills it. And Rick Ross killed this shit. But this track is one of my favorite tracks for a few reasons. Um, one, uh, that sample they did is a sample from, um, it's called, the original song is called um, Here I Am, and it's by the Blues Notes. It's from 1977. And it's a dope ass track. But Red and Meth used that track. So whenever I hear that sample, I think of the Red and Meth song from um, uh, Blackout 2. And it's called International. Because she's so international. That shit's so fucking dope. 
That's like that was one of my favorite tracks on uh, Blackout Two. So when I heard that sample, I was like, "Oh, I know this." And the way they they killed that flow in there too. They killed the fuck out that flow in that shit. So that was a fire ass track. That is that's literally my favorite track on there. And the video was pretty cool. The messaging uh, behind it is some dope shit too. Like it's a all around like I can see why they picked that as a sample. I mean, not sample, but picked that as the uh, as one of the singles. But that track, period, is a crazy track. That shit's fucking dope. Sorry. See, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Rick Ross. So. What? I, you know, and that's cool. A lot of people aren't. My. I mean, I, I think I think he makes I think he makes dope music. Yeah. But I'm not a fan of. I'm just not a fan of this. I understand it. Style. It, it, either you are it's, or you aren't. Like I haven't met too many yeah. people that are in between. Either you like his shit or you don't. I've liked his shit all the way ever since hustling. Like that. I mean, once I heard that, I was bought into Rick Ross. I didn't need to hear nothing. I was like, this guy is a fucking superstar, and he has done nothing. Even just. Like, he's growing to be one of my favorite people because just even the way he moves and the business deals he does. Like, I can't wait to see... Um, Let me get a franchise. Hey, for real. Like, I can't wait to see the new coming to America because... They filmed it at his damn they house. They filmed it into, in his fucking crib. This nigga's like, he's he's definitely one of those people that we're going to be talking about like Master P. Like, Master P is about to buy into... He's trying to become the owner of fucking Reebok. Master P has cereal and shit. Master P owns uh, part owner or owns gas stations. This is like he. This guy has franchises of you know of fast food restaurants. Rick Ross is has tons of ventures going, man. Tons, and he's smart about the shit. Like, yeah, no, as a businessman, yeah, yeah. I mean, much respect, but yeah. let's I get a wing stop. Music. <laughs> Music? <laughs> I wish we had a Wingstop. Bruh. Y'all don't got Wingstop out no, there? I ain't got Wingstop out Not here. There's one in Knoxville. Yeah. Because mm. we used to order we used to order from Brandon Malia. Actually, I think that was food. Uh, that's who our homeboy was oh, talking on the phone to. his feet kicked up in the air. Yeah, yeah laying on his stomach with his feet in the air, like <laughs> So how y'all do y'all weed? Oh my God, y'all, y'all sauce, <laughs> bro. We'll have to tell you that story one day. <laughs> you were thinking, but just thinking about the way. <laughs> oh, hey, you know how chicks are guess... playing like they talking to their dude on their stomach, taking their feet back and shit, like, <laughs> like they fell in the water. Bro. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? 
Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. We're drunk. We were, we were so drunk. It was like two in the morning and we called them. We were like, we'll get some wings. Hell yeah, we'll get some wings. We called them and they're like, yeah, you know, we're closed. And like, everybody was so disappointed. Like, oh shit. Well, our homeboy disappears. We're like, where the fuck he at? Walk around the corner. He's in the living room, laying on the couch. So while 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 Donnie's uh, getting situated, uh, let's do throw throw a couple quick promos out there for you guys um, as well. Last week we gave you three. Uh, you know, Miss Pride Sweets. Go check her out. You know, KK's Leaning E Hair Care or Hair Care Products. Um, and then also uh, we went over my man Chris Payne. Uh, profiling pain, his podcast that he's got out there as well. Uh, let's see who we got this week. We're going to do. Tell him about the other stuff. Tell him about the other stuff. Okay, we'll go over my man, uh, my man Ruben. Uh, my man Ruben's a barber yeah. out here. Uh, so unfortunately, it's only in the AZ area. Um, if you guys are in Arizona, um, he works at a barbershop in the south side of Phoenix out there and uh if you guys are here you guys do need to cut you know your barbers you know the covid and got everything messed up but you're still trying to get right go hit up ruben uh his instagram is ruben the barber 2323 um you can go check him out it's where you guys can book your appointments there um he does pretty much all the all the different types of hairstyles you know so it, it really don't matter you know for the black folks he got you um, he can still get you hooked up, get you right, get that lineup fresh, get you crispy, get your fade going. Um, he's even been getting into doing designs as well. So if you got the youngins out there and they're trying to do something, you know, different, trying to do something fresh or be unique, hit him up on that level as well. He could definitely uh, get you guys right on that also. Uh, one of the other things, or one of the other folks that I wanted to tell you guys about is uh, my man uh, Gio. He is a DJ. Uh, here in Arizona, and he not only he's on the radio uh, at uh, Power ninety eight point three. Um, if you guys ever want to check him out, check him out. He's mostly doing evenings and nights, uh, but on Fridays and some Saturdays and on the weekends, uh, you may be able to even catch him at some of the local clubs. Um, I know McFadden's is one of the big ones that he works at usually. Um, he's doing that, shutting the clubs down, packing them up, getting the ladies out there, getting them moving, um, you know, making it easier for y'all. Um, they get the drinks in them, they get them moving, and some of you fellas ain't got to work so hard. Uh, but def- consensual. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All consensual. We got to throw that in there for some of y'all. <laughs> but, yes, if you guys are ever uh, locally here in Arizona looking for something to do on the weekends, um, you can hit him up. You can find his Instagram, uh, DJ Yellow Wave. Uh, Yellow Wave. That's Y E L L A Wave. Um, look him up. Uh, sometimes he'll post some of his sets on there. So if you guys want to listen to some of the stuff that he might be playing in the club, check him out. Um, or he's always posting stuff on his Instagram on just new playlists to listen to. Things that are hot now or just some of his favorite tracks he's been listening to. So those are some of the guys, man. Um, Ruben the Barber. Go check him out on Instagram. Um, get your appointment, get that booked up. Or if you guys are in the city looking for something to do, go hit up Mr. Yellow Wave, DJ Yellow Wave. Or if you're just riding around, catch him out on Power 98.3. Bingo, bango, bongo. 
I got to think of some harder shit to say. <laughs> yeah, that's not. There's nothing hard about that. There's nothing hard about that. Sound check, Donnie. What up? What up? Sorry. No, I had to uh, run to the restroom while y'all were doing your commercials. Oh, we got it right in volunteer base. Well, let's do it right now. So, uh, also, so, so we usually do three. Let's cap it off with the third one then. Um, I'm going to throw it over to my man's Donnie. Uh, he has his own smoke shop. So, if you guys are locally in the Tennessee area, uh, go check out his smoke shop. Uh, the ratings on there, you can look them up, Google them. Um, the smoke shop is, check it out. Let, let Donnie tell you. Let the man himself, let the CEO speak for himself. <laughs> Volunteer papers, baby. Yeah, man. If you're local to uh, Johnson City or the surrounding area, JC. Come check us out. We're over on the Milligan Highway. Highway. Check us out on Google. We got the highest rating of any vape shop in the area. Vape shop. Anything you need, we got you covered. Cover. We got everything from your e-liquid to your D8 carts. D8. And batteries to push them. So batteries. come and holla. Holla. There you go. So go check that out. Volunteer Vapors, man. Go Google that. Check it out. Get the address. Pull up. Um, do you, you do online orders? I don't. Uh, right now, especially right now, the USPS has stopped delivering anything uh, vape-related. So uh, everything has – unless you're doing bulk orders, uh, you know, it's not worth it to, to ship one thing through UPS or FedEx. Well, so, in that Johnson City area, go catch the vapors at Volunteer Vapors. Back to your regularly scheduled program. You know what's really funny about that? Real quick, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Tara, Tara got mad at me because that's what she wanted me to name the shop. Was she got the vapors? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's that's just too long. She's like, come on, but she got the vapors. I'm like, I know, I know, it works, but <laughs> it is long as hell though. Where you going? She got yeah. the vapors. Like what the fuck? I said, where you going? Don't sing this song. <laughs> Alright, so let's get back Oh, you were telling the story About our homeboy Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah So <laughs> So we we walk around the corner And he had done He had called them back Okay, they had already said they were closed They're not delivering any wings But he calls them back And is laying on the, on the couch On his stomach with his feet up in the air Like he's talking to a, his high school crush Like <laughs> And all we can hear, he's like, I mean, so, like, how do y'all cook y'all wings? Y'all smoke them? Are they fried? Mm. I mean, mm, yeah. And, I mean, y'all, y'all use, like, a dry rub? Or are they wet? Like, And we're like, what the fuck are you doing, homie? And he's like, oh, uh, all right, boss. And hangs up. We're like, what the fuck are you doing? Mind you, like, they have been closed already for like 10 minutes. He's been, he been talking to he got the, He's having a sensual conversation hey. with the wing folks. With, about wings. Like, he's talking to a fucking 1-900 number. Like, mm, yeah. So, y'all do them naked or they wet? He sound like Bart off of, uh, oh, off of uh, Bad Boys 2. <laughs> he's walking around to all Got the wings, you guy. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part. I 
know why my favorite part of Bad Boys 2 is where he's fussing at him and Martin's like what do you say uh, damn the woosah cap you just call me a tick <laughs> for, for some reason that part cracks me the fuck up every time have y'all said the third one yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it was it was entertaining. Yeah, but yeah. it was better than Wonder Woman eighty four. I still gotta watch that. I haven't seen it. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't need to watch it. I promise you. That movie is fucking trash. Because they trash no story in it. And it, it no none of it makes sense. There's no place for it. Oh. He's a like, ass human. Like, what do you have to offer to her? <laughs> that shit. It don't matter what kind of. She got Superman. Listen, if if motherfucking if Captain Kirk can slam dick to green Martians, a it's regular different. Y'all are on a ship. Y'all on a ship flying through space. She can pull, go pull Superman or Batman if she wants. She got this bitch thing that she got to save every time. I'm pretty sure you flying through space, you can go to a planet where there's niggas with nine dicks. Yeah, okay, yeah. In 10 years when we get there, you go get that nigga. <laughs> you know, got, I'm saying, I, like... Tell me, it's trash. This bitch is gone. She's she's swinging from lightning with her lasso. Whoa. Just swinging, it. randomly swinging through the air. She, she lassos a fucking shoulder-fired rocket. Wait, what? To get she some uh, Okay, man. wait, no, that's possible. That's possible. No. No, it's a crew? small it, it's a small hold up. It's a small rocket. Yeah. Chris Pine shoots it from a like a rocket launcher. She watches it go by, lassos it for it to pull her. Now, I don't know if you know anything about physics. No, no, but, don't bring physics into a goddamn superhero <laughs> movie. Don't do it. When she lassoed that it would have pulled it back. It would not have pulled her with it. There's not enough thrust to pull her a fucking quarter mile up the road where she had to be <laughs> to save some kids that were playing. And then whenever she actually catches them, you could tell like she's rolling on the ground with them, and it's fucking doll hands like this. It's just, <laughs> just it's garbage. It's fucking garbage. Uh, I want to watch it even more now. <laughs> I just want to get some edibles and watch that shit. Oh. Now, if you, I watched it thinking it's going to be like the first one. I really like the first. The first one. one was actually good. Yeah, it gave so the, much hope. Yeah, gave so much hope. Yeah, and I was like, oh, DC is finally making a good fucking movie. All right, that's not Batman. Yeah. Speaking Name another movies, DC movie. Did you see the trailer for the new one? I'm not even. I've, I've seen it's part DC. of it. It's DC. I don't have no faith. I have zero faith. The, the I don't know. trailer looks fire. The trailer looks fire. But it's DC, so I have no faith. They I, fucked up I mean, everything. The, the, Dark, the Dark Knight series was... That Dark wasn't Knight them. Series was dope. That wasn't them. That was Christopher... Who was it? That was Christopher Nolan on his own. Oh, oh yeah. It, wasn't. it was not part of the DC yeah. universe. No, it wasn't. Oh. Theirs was the Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah. Which I, I see, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's why they're trying. They're taking the Christopher Nolan concept and they're putting it into the DC universe. No, they were trying it's, to bring a darker Batman. Yes, that's the Christopher Nolan concept. No, the Christopher Nolan one was he was against killing. That was the whole thing. No, but DC's ones just was like, no, the dark our Batman was kills. Dark as fuck. What are you talking about? But at the same thing, what was Joker's whole premise? That whole movie was trying to get Batman to kill it. Yeah. 
and Batman refused to kill him. Yeah, because Batman's not a killer, period. Exactly. So then DC was like, let's make Batman a killer. Yeah, but that was still dark. Like, that's, that shit was dark. It was. It was dark. Wait. When was Batman a Batman ain't no killer. When did he kill somebody? It, it It's one of those different storylines. I, I mean, I'm talking about in the movies. Uh, so not it in the was one of the scenes to where um, he's like in the desert or some shit. And like he's surrounded by like a whole bunch of merch trying to get him. He's not just knocking motherfuckers out. He's killing dudes in that scene. But that was a dream. That didn't that's actually the happen. Batman that they're trying to portray, though. Oh. Mm. Wait. I mean. Yeah, when he goes into that, tr- it's like a shipping container. He goes, he kills a bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah. But that was a dream. It, it didn't actually happen. Wait. Uh, which Batman we talking about? The uh, Batman v Superman, I think. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't, that was so bad, I don't block it out of my memory. I don't remember shit from that movie. The whole thing was so bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. That, yeah, that movie, was, that movie was trash. Fucking Wonder Woman 84 is worse. Damn. I'm gonna just put it like that. What? I'm telling you. Go that watch Batman it. Batman v Superman was pretty bad because it's like, Martha. And then as the whole shit just stops. Yeah. Like Superman Did we just become best friends? <laughs> like... What? Your mom's name is Martha too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, let's fight together. We're friends now. Yeah. Wanna build a clubhouse? Sure. And I think it's like you just met hey. this nigga a day ago and all of a sudden Batman got kryptonite on deck now. <laughs> Batman yeah. always had kryptonite on deck though. There's even there's a scene there's a couple scenes where they display Batman in, in different movies or in different cartoons. One cartoon, he's talking with uh Fuck, I can't think of his name, but he's the dead guy that's in the uh, Legion of Doom. And he's talking to oh, him. Oh, uh, fucking uh, what is Solomon Mundy? Yeah, he's talking to him, and he's like, he's like, in my tool belt, I keep uh, $250 million slither of uh, kryptonite for the Kryptonian. And he's like, for you, 65-cent pack of matches. And he strikes those bitches. And Superman's like, the fuck are you doing? Because he was because the way Solomon Grundy died, he died in a, a house burning and he couldn't get out. So he mm. like started freaking out. So Batman's torturing this motherfucker and, Bat- and Superman's like, "That's enough!" Like, what the fuck? Batman has always. And then there's another movie where uh, it's the Flashpoint, I believe it is, where they go to Batman's cave and Batman had written out a contingency plan against superhero there was. A full-blown contingency plan against everybody. Because he had to, because that nigga ain't shit. If but Batman don't have time to prepare, he get his ass But that's what makes Batman hell no. Like, so let's, like, let's not dwell on the fact that we know super, like, Batman doesn't have any pops. They really right? don't need this nigga outside of the They running. really he's, do, because he's smarter than all these motherfuckers, man. Okay, he's a master tactician, he's a master fighter, he's rich, and all that shit. But, here's the thing. What you do against dark side? Every, every other, every other superhero is like, oh, Batman, hang out here, we'll be back, and them motherfuckers can fly, and Batman stand there with a fuck stank face. No, he like, ain't. No, he goes, my car. he goes. I'm gonna catch up to y'all. Shoots his shit in the air. The plane comes, picks him up. He jumps in his jet, and he's like, let's get it. And the meanwhile, they're they're, they're they already like, gone. We done. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say, Superman's already chilling. Like, <laughs> 
That's fine. The fuck he you ain't gotta be the fastest because soon Superman gets there, somebody bitch smacks him that don't even have kryptonite, and he's like, ah. Batman without time me. to prepare is useless. If the bad guy yeah. shows up, if he just boom, they have no warning. He just shows up. Batman's out of the fight. Batman's like, but that's, I'm gonna go get the cops. I'm gonna call him. We'll set up a perimeter and save the city. We'll, we'll, we'll get the people out of here. Batman, Batman is that? I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Batman. Yeah. Everybody likes Batman. You got. To. But uh, okay, look, we're way off in the weeds. Yeah, let's we, get back to <laughs> let's get back to the garbage ass movies because I don't like Affleck as fucking Batman. At all. I actually didn't mind. I, I didn't fuck mind. you and everything you represent. I, I didn't. I didn't mind it. I think we just didn't give him a chance. I think if Ben Affleck, oh, he got a chance. Matt Damon got the chance to do a Batman movie. No, because be he also messed up in the Justice League movie. In the Justice League movie, Batman's role in that whole entire movie, he spent the entire time brooding that Superman was gone. Yeah. And Superman in the fight, he literally did nothing. They waited for just Superman the- to show up, and Superman took over immediately. Superman comes out of, come back from the dead, and is just like, I'll roast the whole team if I need to. Just know that I can do it. And they were like, all right, bet. And then he's like, where's the bad guy at? And they're like, he's over there. He's like, we're rolling out. Let's go. Batman spent the time trying to catch up the whole movie. Still didn't really do nothing in the main fight. It was him and Wonder Woman was out there whooping on Steppenwolf. I will say, Justice, the Justice League was a decent movie. It was, it was a decent, decent movie. I didn't mind it at it- all. It, yeah, it wasn't great, it, but it wasn't bad. It was it was a decent movie. Yes. They, DC actually did that one pretty good. They should have took Batman out of it though. But Batman still ain't shit. <laughs> Batman is fucking dumb, man. Like, Superman grabbed him. He yoked him up. As soon as he brings him back to life, Superman yokes him up just to let him know, like, I don't need you. I can end you at any at a given at a given moment's notice. Like, just understand that. Yeah. I mean, but that's why DC has fucked up with their comics because you got like this regular guy that is super duper powerful because of his intuition against all uh, teamed up with all these motherfuckers that got special powers. Like, yeah, it, they they fucked up. But Batman is a dope ass character, and I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Fuck the rest. No, of he he is a dope ass character, himself, but. Y'all. But Affleck is not good as that character, and I'm I I'm gonna just, give I'm gonna give Homeboy a chance to see yeah. how he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The new one, looks you know, fucking fire. Every new guy gets it a, looks good. Opportunity, but fucking Wonder Woman eighty four looked good too through all the trailers. I was like, this shit's gonna be dope. Yeah. And then I watched it and was like, what in the fuck is this? That's from Madonna. Like I have, I have. I don't think that Robert Pattinson is going to do a bad job as a Batman. I think the writing is not going to do his acting justice. Who, okay, so did, did I actually didn't think I didn't like him as an actor until what did I see him in? I just I recently watched a movie and I was like, holy fuck, this guy can actually act because everything I'd seen him in before that, he's just like. Probably was that horror movie. Was it the horror movie? Lighthouse. Uh, the Lighthouse. That one was good. The Lighthouse was good. That was the first one that I was like, he did a good job. But there was something else he was just in that I just saw, and he actually like showed a he showed a range in acting, and I was like, fuck, man, this guy's actually pretty good. But oh, fuck, what was it? It was something I just watched. I've watched it within like the past month or two, and I can't think of what it is. I watched so much shit. I don't know, but I just realized that we still got the 
rest of this album to go through. <laughs> oh yeah, let's let's get it. <laughs> I, I know people are listening like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> hey, this is rap sheets. Uh, I told y'all in the bio we talk about anything. <laughs> Wait, we ain't doing this shit live. I'm hoping y'all are gonna edit this out, like most of this shit. We can, Levon. Right. I, I mean, we right. we can leave you it. We can leave it. We I want to. We will need to one at some point. Okay, I'll sit down. Right here. We can both do that. Like at least edit out the part where I'm fucking taking the earbuds out, and I'm sure it's like. Yeah. All right. So, um, where we at? We left off at. Oh, you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that is my shit. First off, see, that, for me, that's this a is dope ass album, track. This is where the album kicks off. This is where, for me, at this point, I'm like, okay. Here we go. The first half of the album, I'm like, you know, it's decent. It's good. This is where I'm like, all right, here we go. Now now we're going. And shout out to Anderson Pat. First off. That is one of, you is one of the dopest tracks on the entire album. I honestly, I want to say this, this is tied for my favorite track because this was my favorite track. And then when I went back through it and I listened to uh, the track before it, I was like, oh, this shit's fire. And, and then they came. This episode is brought to you by Simply by Frito-Lay. You have enough on your plate, but now there's one less thing to overthink with Simply by Frito-Lay. It's your favorite Frito-Lay snacks with ingredients to feel good about, like Simply Blue Corn Tostitos, Sea Salted Ruffles, and White Cheddar Cheetos Puffs, all made with no artificial flavors or colors. So enjoy what you love and look for Simply Brand Snacks online or at a store near you. The video and shit, but then they came out with this video. This video is fire as fuck. Yeah, it is. This video is crazy. Anderson Pack does his thing when it comes to music, period, videos, whatever. Anderson, Anderson Pack is literally one of the dopest artist that is out right now. People need to really stop sleeping on him. Yeah. That motherfucker is phenomenal. And his albums are actually pretty nice. The one before this one that he did with Dre was was good, but it wasn't great. But this this last album that came out, fire. See, they say um, like Travis Scott's like more like Kanye. I would say Anderson Pack would be more like Kanye. Because he does the producing as well. And he does yeah. a good job. He does a good job. Yeah. He I is versatile that. into yeah. what he can do. Um, and on the track, he ain't bad either. Mm-hmm. Like, love Travis Scott. Travis, no, no, don't distract Travis Scott. Travis Scott is amazing in his own right. Show, yeah. show Kanye how to use drums. Um, <laughs> but Anderson Pack, I, I think, is that guy. Yeah, Anderson Pack's fucking phenomenal. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that familiar with him, to be yeah. honest with you. Johnny, I've heard him. Please. I've heard him in, in stuff, but. Just go. I'm, I, I put it like this, Donnie. I pull like this. I'm going to tell you a track right now, and you're going to thank me for it when you go back and you listen to it. Um, it's off his last album that he just came out with. And uh, Roman Ross? Huh? It's Roman Ross? Nope. I don't even want to say it yet until I get the actual name of it, but... Um, I fucking love the track. I listened to it. I listen to it a lot, actually. Do you have stars, Donnie? 
Do I have what? Stars. No. Why? Well, let's see if you watch a show called American Gods. I watched the first season and started watching the second season. Couldn't get into the second season. I loved the first season. Uh, with the one with uh, Orlando Jones. That man. Is and that his performances in season one and season two to me is I think is the best is the best acting I've ever seen on a TV show. Mm. The passion that he puts in it. I'm that's like, a big statement. I mean, he does a great job, but that's a big statement. Okay, I got the song on Anderson Pack's Ventura album. Go listen to "Come Home." It's featuring Andre Three Thousand. <laughs> Oh, sh- I'm in. I'm already yeah, in. That shit is fire. Fire. And then... I may have... Actually, I may have heard it. Because I recognize the dude's voice. Yeah. Um, I may have heard that, you know, you Blake have, always hits me with new, tra- with new shit, so... You might have heard the one with him and Kendrick Lamar called Tense. That's one of my favorite joints by him. Tense okay, is- I'll check it out when we're done. Yeah, but so... Move. Please check out that whole album, but that's how he starts the album off. It's him and three stacks. I put like, oh, wow. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that shit's dope, man. Is that how? I mean, if that dictates the rest of the album, yeah, then exactly. I mean, bro, he's. Uh, I mean, I put like this. He got Andre three thousand on the first track. The second track got Smokey Robinson on it. What? Yeah, bro. Smokey? Yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. Kanye West. He's got Jasmine Sullivan on the fifth track. He's got Brandy on the ninth track. And he's got a Nate Dogg feature on the last track. Brandy Brandy? Brandy Brandy. And Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg is on the last track. Kanye West. Bro, I'm trying to tell you. Anderson Pack is that fucking deal. There's a reason why Drake fucks with him. He really is. And the videos, all his, you can tell he's directed the videos because it's got the wacky shit to it. He's got a track out right now with Rick Ross where it's got like the kind of wackiness to it. But, and his whole style is so. Did he produce you? Yeah. He produced yeah. the one on, because I feel like he did. Yeah. Yeah, Anderson Pack. See? By himself. <laughs> yeah. Not Anderson Pack featuring somebody else uh, mixing it and shit. No. Anderson Pack did that, did the producing on you. Okay, yeah, that, I mean that's that's one of the hardest tracks on there. So yeah, that motherfucker's cold, man. And uh, people that listen to the live, they know I'm fucking all about Anderson Pack. That motherfucker is. Phenomenal. We need to do a whole thing. Did you? He's black and Chinese, and he speaks fluent Chinese. Like that motherfucker okay. has so many layers to him, but he's got a tiny desk that you should go listen to. He's got a tiny desk. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll check him out. Telling y'all now. Y'all heard it here first. Because he he raps, he sings, he does it it fucking all, man. He does it all. Baby yay. Yeah. Better than, honestly, he he can honestly be bigger than yay. I wouldn't say that. He could. He could be. That's big. He could be. Because you got to look at yay's impact. He got Andre 3000 and Smokey Robinson. 
Yeah, but Ye's impact goes more than just through his features, though. His impact it's is true. some of the new artists and the songs uh, are coming out with. No, that's true. a fair point. That is. But, like, Anderson's style is so different that if you listen to the shit that he's doing, you can tell. He. I put like this. I don't compare him to Kanye. I put Anderson Pack up there with the Neptunes because he's the weird sound, weird guy that comes out with the weird, crazy shit that's dope as fuck. And to me, like that's like the Neptunes type of shit where you hear some shit and you're like, whoa, that's that's some different shit. And then you see them and they look different as fuck. That's and you see Anderson uh, Pack and he looks. You're like, whoa, this guy? This motherfucker looks yeah. crazy. Same as Kanye, the kid with the pink polo on the backpack. Yeah, but that's like, that's not weird shit. That's just like him trying to like, like be his own cool, like, hell, this his shit's own cool. style? Not his own sound. Like, just no, style, try, his own style. His own, not even his own style. Just like, yeah, I mean, it's his own style, but it's nothing crazy. Like, okay, he was wearing a pink polo. Well, I mean... Who was doing that before him? Jim Jones. These niggas was wearing... Cameron. Yeah, I mean, Cameron, not Jim Jones. Well, Cam, Jim, Autumn, Dipset. Oh, yeah, the whole Dipset. Yeah, so it wasn't nothing, like, off-brand. But you look at Anderson Pack, he dresses... You know what, save it. We'll do that on the live this Sunday. Okay. That'll be the live this Sunday. Um, (laughs) The next track is uh, track 13, Oh No. And that was a track where I... That was the choppy flow track for me, where okay. uh, it was a fire track. Um, the flow, the beat was dope, and that that choppy. I like when the older guys do the choppy flow, and they show these young cats how the choppy flow is supposed to go. And to me, he did that. That shit was. That, uh, I I like I I like the that track. Yeah. I there was something. I don't remember if it was the hook. There was something about it that I was like, eh, they could have done, he could have done that better. But his flow, yeah. like his actual verses, I like. Yeah. I like the beat. Yeah, but sure. it might, like I said, it might have been the hook or something. I was just like, eh, it's okay. But yeah. overall, the song's dope. Yeah. Uh, track 14 um, was the uh, the Don and the Boss. And that was with your boy, um, uh, Vibes Cartel. Um, that was one of those tracks to me. I have to hear it in the club. I don't want to dismiss it yet, but it was it was one of those tracks. I was like, I hearing this in my headphones isn't doing it justice. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta hear that in the club because I don't want to be like, oh, I didn't like the track, and it's. It's, that's not for that's for like your car with some bang in it cause I honestly that's one of the tracks I'm not listening to the lyrics on like yeah. as soon as that <laughs> was, beat drops I'm like oh this shit's gone this is a club hit yeah yeah I remember listening to that and thinking the same thing to myself like this, this was this is this is the club hit that he wants played in the club yeah yeah this was this was the track that I listened to on the on my home stereo and was just like okay this shit knocked yeah but the bass, like it's pretty bass heavy. You can't really hear what he's saying. Right. Wasn't really paying attention to what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, Vibes Cartel. I don't know who he is. Oh, he's, I'm not. 
Big, I'm not up on this cat. Huge uh, Jamaican uh, rapper. Huge mm. Jamaican uh, rapper, man. Huge. And yeah, I was about to say, he went to jail because <laughs> he's the fucking done dollar. Like, that, that motherfucker's, he's ox. <laughs> I am the shooter. <laughs> that motherfucker, yeah. That motherfucker was, yeah. He got bodies. But I mean, I'm now I'm listening to this through these little headphones, uh, through this, the little speakers here. Yeah, I actually dig this track. <laughs> this shit's pretty yeah, high. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to dismiss it and say it's a bad track because it doesn't seem like a bad track. But I, to do it justice, I gotta hear it in the club or something like that. I gotta hear it in some speakers to really uh, do it justice. I actually like that. I like his flow with that. That, that beat, beat is yeah. that beat is sick. Yeah. And I actually like Busta's flow on that. And yeah. Vibes Cartel, dude seems legit. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not Yeah. I'm not familiar with him, but Yeah, just I like it. Just know that motherfuckers the Don that's why it's called the the Don and the the Don and the The Boss. The boss, yeah. That motherfucker's the Don Dada. Um The next track is Definitely one of the tracks I really like. Um, best I can with none other than one of the best rappers out today, Rhapsody. Rhapsody is one of the dopest rappers out today, and she will rap circles around so many motherfuckers in the game right now. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't. I haven't heard a lot of this one, but I'm gonna be like listening to it. I'm like, if this can't be. I feel like she can go harder than that. She can. I feel like I feel she like she definitely can, can. The thing is, this was one of those songs where she definitely was putting that message out there before um, she sacrificed some of the flow for the message, right? For the beat, she like the way she hugged the beat. I got it. I was like, but that shit was that shit was fire. Honestly, Rhapsody is just dope. You put Rhapsody on the track, and I'm going to listen to it a few times. I will force myself to like it if I know. <laughs> She's fucking dope as fuck, man. I can't. I, 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 I haven't listened to a lot of her, but I am, like, just from hearing the reviews from her, I'm excited to see what her next project does. Because I feel like she was so under the radar, but I think her 2020 was big. Yeah. Like she was on Jamel Hill's show, she was on you know the podcast. She won yeah. some type of award, so I think like now it's like okay, now she's on the radar. Mm-hmm. Now let's see what this next one got. She's fucking dope. Um... Yeah, I think best I can. I think is okay. It reminds me a lot of kind of the boom bap era of rap. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's it's a it's okay. But that's what I was saying about like. And she like she sacrificed some flow and hugged the beat in order to do it like that justice and to to do the message just like the whole concept of the album. You can tell not album but that beat. You can tell she was really like trying to keep that structure. She because she could have went in. She's I've heard her on shit like that beat and she's fucking went in on that shit. I mean even Buster's. Uh, uh, Buster's verse on it is okay. I, it's it's nothing impressive to me. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, I say it's nothing impressive. I can't fucking do it. But compared to his, the other tracks, I, I don't think that one is is nearly as good. Okay. Well, the next track I thought was dope. Um, with your girl Mariah Carey on there. Um, it's called Where I Belong. That's uh, track 16. Um, I actually like this track. I like Busta and Mariah Carey together. Uh, one of my favorite songs from off of the Big Bang Theory was the song they did together, which was um, I Know What You Want. And mm. the beat even reminds me of that. And I wouldn't be surprised if they used like, some of the strings from it. They did. They sampled it. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Because uh, it sounds it sounds I don't really rock with that one, though. I don't rock with this one. I don't no? Know. I, I don't. I, I like it, man. It just sounds dope. They've done better work. Yeah. They well, yeah, but it was it was dope, man. It was because it was paying that homage to that too, man. And it was just I thought it was dope. I but see, it was, it was I see I felt like it felt like it wasn't like one of those natural things. Like oh, yeah. this was like you know this came together like that song did. Yeah. I feel like this one was forced. Was like you know what we hit off that last one. We're just gonna do another one again. Okay, I can see that. Um, it was crazy though because they had a crazy beat change at the end of it and I actually got the verse because Buster went off to doing his shit again and I was like oh what the fuck is this nigga saying so that whole part there at the end I think it's around like two it's around two something I forget what going into the minute three and it's a bridge with Busta and Mariah Carey doing the bridge going uh, in and It's out. right at three, right at around 320. 320, okay. And he, so the, what he says on that, he says, uh, baby girl, better know that I really give it up to you and a nigga feeling right, but I know it's all because of you. All the weight you, all the weight you be carrying, I want to lift off of you. Um, all the love you, all the love that you need, baby. How I got it all for you, baby girl. You're someone, and then you know. Hey man, that's it gets weird. It's like, baby girl, you're someone, and then you know I gotta get it. And he says, and I'm coming, and I'm running, and I'm gunning for that love, and the love better none to better known to man is what it's supposed to be. This says none. Better known to man than love, or better none to man that love and that's above. Uh, that loving you need is a strong way, love long way. Now come and give it to me all day. Look here. It's it's basically a bunch of shit jumbled together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, because when he goes. And I gotta get it. And I gotta get it. It's uh, and I gotta get it. And I'm, it says, and I gotta get it. And I'm coming. And I'm running. And I'm gunning. And I'm, you know how he does that shit. It gets, yeah. He gets nasally, and runs all that shit together. And I was like, you could have did without that on the song bus, because he was already killing that breakdown without. It. Hitting that nasally, and I gotta get it, and I gotta run it, and I gotta run it, and I, like yeah, I yeah. Like, what the fuck? I mean, it's all right. It's a it, 
to me that's like a a, a radio song, uh, like a crossover song to bring in a different audience. It's okay. Yeah. But that was all I got to. I got to track seventeen, but I didn't jot anything down for it. But I didn't even make it to the Kendrick track because by the time I got here, I was just like kind of busted out. I was like, man. Yeah. I was. I was like, fuck. Okay, that has always been a, a complaint that I've had about Busta is I, like I said, longtime fan, yeah. love Busta Rhymes. My sister used to make fun of me because I was always listening to Busta Rhymes. And uh, one of the things about him is uh, after so many tracks, it's like, all right, that's enough of that shit. I got to <laughs> listen to something yeah. else. Like I gotta cleanse my palate with something else. Even though, I, like I said, I did play. I played this this one straight through a couple of times uh, when it first dropped uh, because I'd heard so many good things about it. I really want. I was I was excited. Like oh, you know, Busta done put out a, a solid whole album. Yeah. Um. The next track, Deep Thought. Yeah. Is. You know, now I'm listening to it right now, and I'm remembering like it's it's a decent track. Um, it's kind of what you expect from Busta. It sounds like a Busta a classic Busta track. That track. Did he? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds like a classic Busta track. It's you know, it, it's. It's solid. Oh, there's wait, nothing nothing wrong the, with it at all. Is the Kendrick track the one they sampled the Michael Jackson from? Yes, I think it is. I did hear that. That's a dope track. That's actually a really dope fucking track. I'm pretty sure. Hold on, I'll tell you. Because it's called Look Over Your Shoulders. Yeah. And the one thing about it that I didn't like, honestly, is I don't think the the Jackson 5, Michael Jackson, Jackson 5, who, hello, who's that? Um, I didn't think the the Jackson 5 sample actually went along with the song. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird. I thought because was, that I've only listened to it once and I thought it was dope. I need I'm going to go back and listen to it again. I mean it's 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 cool. But it I don't know. I, it's so hard to to like it's too hard to it's hard for me to articulate what it is I'm thinking like you know, they sampled the the music from the song, so it goes. But his, Michael's voice, like as a hook for a rap song, especially his young voice, it's it's weird to me. Okay. Like it goes along, it goes with the flow and all that, but it's just weird for me to hear a young Michael's voice as a hook for. Because I, I don't think it's oh, ever. No one's ever done that. I don't think anybody's ever used Young Michael. And maybe, 
And maybe that's why it's so weird to me. Yeah. I mean, you've got two of the, in my opinion, dopest artists yeah. out. Both of them are fucking lyrical geniuses. And then you've got this sweet little Michael Jackson voice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just weird. Yeah, I get it. Did Kendrick produce that one? Uh, no, Kendrick didn't. Uh, Notes, who has produced a lot of stuff on this album. Notes produced uh, Looking Over Your Shoulders, Freedom. Um, he produced uh, Slow Flow. Uh, he produced uh, the title track, the uh, ELE2. Um, and he produced the intro. So he produced a lot on this track. I'm not sure who Notes is. I'm not familiar with uh, this producer. Um, But apparently he's worked with a lot of people. He's worked with, uh, his name is Notes or Notes Raw. He's worked with Buster, Snoop, The Game, Lloyd Banks. Uh, he's worked with uh, Biggie, Pusha T, Scarface, uh, Jay Dilla. Damn. Yeah, like, this guy's been around for a minute, apparently. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, he produced tracks on the Black Mass movie. He goes all the he produced tracks on the first uh, ELE. Um, he produced tracks on Born Again or one track, Dangerous MCs. Ooh, he produced that shit? Wow. Uh, he produced on the Violator album, the Flip Mode um, track they had on there. Uh, Fat Joe, the Thicker Than Water soundtrack. Uh, Buster's Anarchy did some tracks on that. Did some tracks with Rob Digger. He did a track with Funkmaster Flex. He did the MOP Warriors, the Home Sweet Home track. Uh, this cat's worked with a lot. He's worked with a, yeah. like a wide range of people too. Yeah. Uh, Exhibit. Fifty Cent uh, be a gentleman on Guess Who's Back. That was a uh, that was a mixtape. Oh, he oh he produced uh, Footprints on the Back for Mercy. That was a, that was my shit. Black Moon. Black Moon. Black Moon. Yeah, he did a song. Uh, he did a song of Black Moon, uh, Total Eclipse. He did the song. Why act this way? Uh, he did a song uh, uh, with Method Man on the Vendetta, Def Jam Vendetta soundtrack. Cassidy, Real Talk, that was a dope ass uh, track. Jesus Christ, Ghostface on Pretty Tony album. Shit, that's arguably one of his best albums. Yeah, he did um, Be This Way and uh, Took Him Back. With Jackie O. He did shit with mm. Cannabis, Consequence, 
Uh, another Ghostface Killer track, uh, Struggle. You gonna make me? I'm. That's make me bust out. I'm like, you got me wanting to listen to Pretty Tony. <laughs> Damn, he did a song with the boot camp clip. Okay. Westside Connection, Swiss, Kanye, Jesus Christ, DJ Drama, Dwale. God damn. Murs? Jesus Christ. Yeah, this guy's all over the place. Yo, I thought Boot Camp. I thought like Boot Camp, Smith and Wesson, uh, Black Moon. I thought all those motherfuckers worked with. Uh, what is it? Evil D out of D and D Studios. Uh, I'm not sure. I, don't know. I was gonna say I don't know y'all. Y'all were probably pretty young when they were popping. Yeah, this guy's all over. Source, I'd give it. I, I'd give it three mics. Probably four mics. I'm giving it two and a half. I'll you got your fucking mics. I'll give it three mics. I'll give it three mics. Nah, I, I, I'd give it four mics. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe three and a half mics. <laughs> four, four mics is pretty strong. I don't know though. I really like the album. That's the thing. Yeah. Even though it's got its faults. And you know, does will it? Do you think it'll get the classic stamp? No, I don't. I don't know it. If Big Bang didn't get the classic stamp, this album's not gonna get the classic stamp. See, I think this is better than Big Bang. Big Bang was more of a. I I don't think anything's better than Big Bang. Big Bang was fire. Mm. Big Bang. We should do a dive on Big Big Bang. Big Bang was fire. I'd have to go back and listen to it because I haven't listened to it in treat yourself. years. But I don't know, man. I think this is better than Big Bang, personally. Nah, bro. Big Bang, Big Bang is candy in your cup. I think this is one of the better rap albums that came out in, you know, 2020. Mm. Granted, hold on, hear me out, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Granted. I don't listen to a lot of the newer cats. So there is there's a lot of shit that came out that I could have missed. Yeah. Because it's it's these new rappers that I I can't get into. But as far as like the the shit that I like, which is going to be your old school people, people like Wu-Tang and Method Man and Ghostface and shit, you know. Nas um it says better, uh, of it says all better the, than Nas' new album? Nah. You know, I didn't even... I don't... I'm not sure that I've listened to all of Nas' that new Nas album. That Nas album was fire, bro. That's gonna be classic. Yeah. That would be like, classic. Yeah. The last one I listened to that I absolutely fucking loved, and it was funny because 
uh, I was riding around in the summer with my fucking windows down, bumping Nas Illmatic with the New York, uh, shit, well, the symphony, or the orchestra, playing. I gotta check that out. Bro, that that shit is so hot. He did the whole album, right? The whole album done with an orchestra and his, you know, original flows. And this shit is lovely. It's such a great album. Uh, and to me, maybe it's because it's nostalgic. Like that was a, back in my days when me and my homegirl Yanni used to smoke weed together and sit and listen to fucking Nas and break lyrics down and talk about all, you know, talk about the fucking struggles of being a high schooler. <laughs> uh, you know, what we thought life was hard. Uh, and, and maybe you know, maybe that's why it, it resonated so hard with me. But I love that album. Okay. That shit was so hard. No. But but then again, I've always liked stuff like that. Like um, Exhibit had a song back in the day that actually turned me on to Exhibit. Um, shit, he had two of them on that album. That he uh, shit. What was the name of the that track? Exhibit. Where. Exhibit, and he had a, an orchestra playing. Um, oh, uh, it was a, the song, the song he did to his son. Uh, shit. It was something like the reason or the the first exhibit, right? The well, not really the first one, but you talk about on um, Restless. Uh, it was the one. It was, was the, one uh, the album. Called, it, it had to be restless. Cause man the album. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, the album was. I know. It had a. It was like a blue cover. Had a picture of. He was standing kind of. I think over to the right. Yep, and it was like the ocean behind him or something. Yeah. It's called restless. Um, fuck. Because that's got my favorite song on that one is uh, Alcoholics. Because he did that one with the legs. The legs. Call it what you want to call it. I'm a fucking alcoholic. That's my are shit. You, I was getting are you looking at, back then, huh? Are you looking at the track list? Yeah. Okay. There, should, there was one called... It, uh, it's about halfway. <laughs> Read off the track list to me real quick. Um... Front to back, been a long time, you know, ex, alcoholic, uh, Kenny Parker show, DNA, double time, don't approach me, which was fire as fuck. Uh, that's the one with Eminem. Rims and Hires, uh, fucking you right. Best of things. I think that's the one. No, that's not it. Get your walk on. Uh, that was the seawalk fucking anthem. Uh, sorry, sorry, I'm away for so much. DJ Quick produced that one. That's the one with Sugar Free. Sugar Free, listen. Sugar Free is. <laughs> I had to, I looked them up one there. No, Sugar Free is dope as fuck. Yeah. That motherfucker's got one of the best lines I ever heard. He said, "Bitch, what is you looking at? You just two Reese pieces from being turned out too." I said, "God damn." <laughs> <laughs> and then loud and clear is the last track. 
Hold on. Maybe it's, is it the... Wait, I missed it. What are y'all looking for? I want to say it's the best of things with Dr. Dre, ain't it? Did we get off track again? We did get off track. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, people, look. We're going to shut this down. <laughs> we're going to... Hey, go listen to that. Go listen to that exhibit album, too. That's a fire-ass exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Actually, it was the song was Paparazzi. That's not. And it was. No, at the speed of was that album. Oh, that was before this. Okay, that was before Restless. That was his very first shit in 1996. I mean that. I think that was Restless and Man vs Machine were fucking fire ass albums, bro. After that, I was like. Eh. <laughs> I'm done with exhibit now. But that shit was those two albums were fucking fire. All right, good people, we about to get out of here. Um, we done said a lot, we done did a lot, we done showed a lot, we done said a lot. When I come and get it, and I gotta get it, and I gotta go, in and I gotta. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> That's his attempt at his bus arrive flow. Shout out the bus. Um, we bus see you. bus. Um, the album, you know, you guys heard our opinion. It's actually good. I don't, I don't have anything too negative to say about it. I do wish the tracks that I thought were fire, he extended. Um, and the tracks that I like, I fucking love. So the album's not bad. Definitely give it a, a twice and thrice uh, listen to. Long live the legend. For sure, always. Uh, that dude is living a legend. Amazing. So. Check it out. Let us know what y'all think. Let us know what y'all feel. Give me the email. Let us know what y'all heard. Right, email us. Rapsheets20 at gmail.com. All right. Uh, check us out on Facebook, too. Uh, Rapsheets. R-A-P-P-2-P's. S-H-E-E-T-S. We should have did a Z at the end. I thought you was. But I, hey, I let you ride and run with it. You, you did good. You, you got the good. Le- you got the logo name. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but what? Is, I mean, the I, we're good with the S. Yeah. This ain't good. ninety. This isn't ninety six. When fuck it, I wanted you that put the you put the Z in there to be edgy. Look, look <laughs> how cool right. we are. <laughs> put the Z in that shit. <laughs> Bars with a Z. All right. So, all right, people, we out of here. I'll let y'all one time. Cause I gotta hit it and I gotta beat it and I gotta hit 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 it and I